I think they emptied out Castleton, Bob. I don't think there's I don't there's about seven people left, I think. Yep, I think last one out of town, turn off the lights, here. right? Yeah, that's, that's how we do it. That's sure, how it feels. Make sure the doors are locked. No doubt about it. So uh, keys to uh, keys to victory in this one brought to you by Matt's Automotive Service Center. And uh, I think the keys to this one, I think you highlighted it earlier. I think turnovers will be a factor, and we'll see if Big Mo stays on the side of the visitors here from Castleton. You know, one of those things that uh, that you don't want to see happen when you're starting a game like this, you're, you're, you're maybe favored on one side. You're looking at things just running really smoothly on offense, and all of a sudden you get that first big turnover. Yep. How do you handle it? And yep. that, I think, is going to be one of the big ones here. For uh, Central Cast, how do you stop Ben Shep? Mm-hmm. Uh, keep him in check, definitely, because the hand is going to his hands are going to be on the football all day long for Velva. He is definitely the straw that stirs everything. Um, and on the central cast side, hey, just stay within yourselves. Just keep enjoying the moment. You're playing with house money coming through this playoff. You weren't supposed to be here, but they are, and they're playing well. Matt's Automotive Service Center, more than just an experience. They're the standard with five convenient Fargo-Moorhead locations. Carter Vercotas to teed up for the 40-yard line. We're about ready to get this one uh, one left. <laughs> There's probably one person left. Somebody may not, may not have got invited for all we know. But uh, from the 40-yard line, Rakota has a teed up of the 40. A pair of men back deep for Velva. Bodine and Eichelhardt. Peyton Bodine back deep here for Velva Drake Animus. The Aggies in their first Dakota Bowl appearance, appearance since 2010. They beat... Well, Eric Olson, who's doing the TV analysis today, coach at, uh, well, was Milner North Sergeant, then now Sergeant County, took the Bulldogs to state that year. Here's Rakota's kick, and a Bowl 30 is underway. Be taken by Eigelhart at the 13-yard line, return to the 15. Eigelhart of the 20, up the middle of the 25, and it's brought down to the 28-yard line. About 15 yards on the return, Josiah Crandall on the stop for Central Cast, along with 34, Caden Graber on the stop as well. So Eichelhart 15 on the return, and the Aggies offense will go to work here on first and 10. With Ben Shep, the sophomore, at quarterback. So they talk about a great way to build your program for the future, too. You're playing for a state championship with a sophomore leading the charge. That's awesome. It's a nice problem to have. Yeah, back to the right. Trips here to the near side. Four up on the line for Central Cass. First and 10 of the 28-yard line. Shep will keep it up the middle as he turns his way for a couple of yards to the 30-yard line. A short pickup as they sent that back to the left. Had three receivers off to the right and took it up the middle for a couple to the 30-yard line. So a pickup of two as Shep, as we mentioned, leading ground gainer on the year for Velvet Drake Animus. Is take a look at the numbers there as he has run for over 600 yards on the season. He'll bring up second down and eight. He has run for 631 yards, six and a half yards a carry, 14 touchdowns. Second down, let's call it eight in the 30-yard line. Shep back to throw, floats it out left side, caught. Catch made the 35, and it'll be enough for a first down as it goes out to about the 40-yard line as the catch made there and a little swing pass out to Reggie Bruner. Bruner, though, uses a back and a tight end as he gets out of the 40-yard line. That'll be enough for a first down. First down presented by Accent Kitchen and Bath. We have an injured Aggie down, and it is Bruner. So we got, uh, we might have if he got rolled up on or what the case was, but a little screen pass out to Bruner and picks up 10 on that first down reception. You know, I like the, that play call by Velva too early in the game because, you know, those defensive linemen for Central Cass, they're going to be, you know, pretty excited in this game, get after the quarterback in a passing situation. So what do you do? You run a screen early on, and they definitely had some blockers out front getting that first down. Bruner, the second leading receiver for Velva, Drake Animus Garrison, 34 catches now, 523 yards, six touchdowns on the year, and he is back up to his feet. 
the one thing about it, uh, Bob, and we talk about you get down to the floor of the Fargo Dome. It used to be this way at the Metrodome as well, where it was. It gets hot down there. It's it very does. warm, and as you always talk about preparing ahead of time, is um, you got to kind of hydrate early on. You got to do it kind of a day or two ahead of time. Wing back to the right side. Two receivers here to the near side. First and ten. Left hash from the 40-yard line. Pool in a defensive tackle as the fullback comes in motion. Handoff up the middle. They try the left side. Pick up about a yard or two to the 42-yard line. Brayden Bossert in on the carries. He'll pick up about a yard. Brings up second and nine. Anthony Houle, one of the squirrels in on the tackle. Our starting on is brought to you by NDSCS. Our first down is presented by Accent Kitchen and Bath, your custom bathroom and kitchen destination. Get started today. Pick up of a yard. Braden Bossard gets the play from the sidelines. He'll be to the left of Shep in the gun. They'll go trips here to the near side. Squirrels back with two safeties deep. It is second down and nine from the 41. And a flag down. There was movement. They wanted to bring Eigelhart in motion coming across the formation and do the shovel pass, but this will come back. Five-yard penalty, and every time something goes right for Central Cass, you're going to hear it because the squirrels contingent is right in front of us and in very good number. Yeah, I love it. It's absolutely wonderful working these games with the smaller schools because the whole town shows up for it. The whole community shuts down. They are here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Second and 14 from the 36-yard line. A four receiver set back to the left of Shep in the gun. Squirrels will rush the base four. Shep back to throw from the 30. Fires deep down the middle. Eigelhart's open. Diving and dropped it inside the 30-yard line. Oh, Eigelhart had a step at his defender. He beat him and it hit right in the breadbasket incomplete. Josiah Crandall for Central Cast, just a couple steps behind on the play and just off the fingertips of Eichelhardt. That's probably opening uh, opening quarter jitters a little bit there on that one. His boy Shep delivered that. He dropped a dime as Crandall trying to recover back on coverage for Central Cast. That'll bring up third and longs. They've gotten Velva behind the chains. They got Beulah behind the chains a bunch last week, but this Velva offense... Certainly a different flavor from what they saw from the Miners last week. Trips here to the near side. Squirrels rush four again. Will swing pass out. It is caught as Eigelhart, the catch, spins away from one man at the 33, and he has swarmed around and down, finished off by Kate Olson Tinglestead at the 33-yard line. So Velva got caught behind the chains. They tried to get Eigelhart out in space that time, but Central Cass read it well. It's a loss of two, and the Aggies will punt. Peyton Lamar able to read that play defensively for Central Cass coming up from his cornerback spot. Made the first hit, was able to turn Eichelhardt back to the inside. And that's when the rest of the white shirts came in. And punt formation for the Aggies, number 10, Ben Sheppel. Sheppel he's back at his 21-yard line and toes this one towards the near side. Majos the return man as it lands out of bounds on the Central Cass side. They'll start from the 36. We're at the 39 as far as they go. So the punt goes 27 yards. So Central Cass in the offense, led by quarterback Braden Mitchell, will go to work from the 39-yard line. So one first down of that series for Velva Drake, Anamus Garrison, and now Central Cass will go to work on their own 39-yard line. Braden Mitchell, a quarterback, will get you some of his numbers as we go along. Owen Wiersma is the tailback. They'll start with, now they'll get everybody spread out. Lamar will be slot to the right side. Jake Thompson wide here to the near side, single coverage. First down, play fake. Now Mitchell throws, goes on an out route incomplete. He's heading for a diving Chase Bachmeyer at incomplete. That'll bring up second down. Well, you wonder you come into an environment like this. Just It's such an expansive 
you know, indoor field, and it just gives it, it's a totally different look for quarterbacks throwing the football. Maybe just takes a little more work, a little more timing to get things down. Mitchell has thrown for 1,303 yards, 14 touchdowns, seven interceptions, ran the ball well last week at Beulah. Lamar comes in motion on second down. They flip it to Lamar. Lamar at the 35, cuts back right hash, pursued well by Velvet, a yard to the 40-yard line. As we call that a forward pass, kind of flipped it to him. Kind of that shovel pass, if you will, for Peyton Lamar. Pick up of a yard, and that will bring up third and nine, the Velva Drake Animals defense. Peyton Bodine, Gabe Lackadock, the defensive tackles. Kyle Sandy and Tyler Holdeman, the defensive ends. The linebackers, Braden Selzler, Hank Bodine, and Trayson Eigelhart. The corners are Reggie Bruner and Braden Bossard. The safeties are Preston Kraft and Ben Sheff. Squirrels face third and nine here, right hash. Heading to the south end zone of the Fargo Dome. The 40-yard line. Mitchell back to throw him the 33. Swings it out. Owen Weirs with the catch at the 40. Trying to make a move. Pursued well. Bounces off one tackler and gets out to the 43. Still fighting forward to the 45-yard line. Braden Bossard, he bounced off of him, did Owen Weersman. As he was the safety valve, there's nothing open downfield. They swing it for five. They're about four shy of the first down, and Central Casco's three and out in their opening series. I thought the, the Squirrels may have contemplated going for it here on fourth down, being uh, they are at their own 45-yard line. But, uh, nope, too early in the game. Not yeah, say prob- yeah, I'd say you kind of err on the side of caution. Riker Brush will punt for the Squirrels. He's back at the 33-yard line. And gets the kick away. Line drive kick. Eigelhart will let it go. It takes a bit of a sideways bounce and then bouncing back and down at the 25-yard line. So the punt from Riker Brush goes 30 yards and teams swapping possessions here early. 8 one to play as playoff football here on 740. The fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. We have a media timeout. Our first of several media timeouts in this one as we will take a break here in the opening quarter. No score with the Squirrels and Aggies. Dakota Bowl 30 coverage continues after this short timeout. Your future starts here. At North Dakota State College of Science, they help you prepare for your future in great-paying careers in a wide range of high-demand industries. With more than 90 academic options and a 97% placement rate, NDSCS will help you become career-ready in just two years. Take classes in Wapiton, Fargo, or online. Visit ndscs.edu to get started today or to check out their virtual tour. Back here at the Fargo Dome with Bob Roars, I'm Brad Anderson, Chris Crick. Producing things back at our studios here for the uh, duration. First and 10, 25-yard line. And the clock went out. I don't see that the... Uh, Scoreboard clock is anywhere. I believe it's 8:01, but don't quote me on that. First and ten at the 25-yard line for Velva. Play clock's working. A Shep has a back to his left. Will send Eigelhart in motion. They flip it to Eigelhart, trying to get to the outside. Gets a block. Now cuts back inside. Inside the numbers, bouncing off one tackler, and he'll get out close to the 30-yard line. So a little shovel pass out to Eigelhart. He will pick up four. Our timeout's presented by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. It's the little things that make the difference. Brandon Preston on that stop for Central Cast. Both defenses so far in this game showing really good gap discipline, Brad. Just making sure they're stringing things out, not letting anybody get outside and uh, creating more yards here. Here, the clock is back. There we go. Seven and a half to go. Second and five, 30-yard line. 
Preston Kraft slot receiver to the right side with Eichelhart. Single coverage with Lamar here on the near side. They'll work out of the eye on the fullback plunge as on the carry pickup of a yard. Bodine is finally gang tackled and down. He maybe get a couple. Peyton Bodine, or Bodine, excuse me, is how you say that. Pickup of a yard to the 40 or make it the 32 yard line. His first carry for a couple of yards and it's third and short. Marcus Bifford involved in that tackle down at the bottom of the pile, but a lot of white shirts getting involved. Peyton Bodine has run for 220 yards, six rushing touchdowns as they are 0 of 1 on third down so far are the Aggies and facing a third manageable here. Third down and three left hash on the 27-yard line. They'll go with the four receivers set. Shep with the back to his left in the gun. Shep swings it out left side. Eichelhart the catch of the 30. Shakes and shimmies. First down at the 35. Marcus Bifford, one of the squirrels to bring him down, but get one of your playmakers out in space, and they did there. Catching... Short run to the 37-yard line. It's good enough for an accent catching in Bath. First down for the Aggies. Velvet will use that screen pass basically as their running game. They throw those quick outs, like to get it into the hands of Eichelhardt if they can, and just see what he can create. That time's enough to get five yards and a first down. And a lot of times, and we're going to see that with Shanley tonight too, Bob, that's basically it's basically an extension of your run game. First to 10, 37-yard line. They'll work out of the eye this time. Four-man front for the Squirrels. Fullback tiptoes in motion. Play fake. Shep back to throw at the 30. Looks down the middle. It is caught at the 50-45 and out to the 40-yard line. They find Reggie Bruner, the tight end. Got three down the seam. Makes the catch. They're into central cast territory for the first time. That connection good for 24 and an Aggie first down. Nice job. Sophomore completing a pass to a sophomore. Reggie Bruner, big tight end. 6-1, 186. Good job getting open down the middle of the field. On to seam, got behind the linebacker there. Pick up 24-424, first and 10 of the 39-yard line. Deepest penetration for the Aggies, 5.55 to go in the opening quarter. No score on the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. Shep looks at Eigelhart, swings the left side, caught, spinning away is Bodine, and he's wrestled down. A penalty flag is going to be yep. down as well. I think it's going to be face mask or a horse collar against Central Cass. Braden Bossard correction with the catch. He was tackled up high around the 32-yard line, so I think it's going to be a face mask against Central Cass. We'll tack on some more here. Must have been a pretty obvious call because that <laughs> that back judge was 30 yards downfield, and he showed off a pretty good arm there. It's a big penalty. Cost him 15. I think they said 15. The penalties on Marcus Bifford, number one, is the catch and was good for seven to... Braden Bossert, and then they have 15 yards. So that'll be a first down. Four now for the Aggies. Another accident catching the bath. First down. They're into the red zone now at the 17-yard line. Toss left side as on the carry, heading left side with it. Bodine, and he's wrestled out of bounds. Peyton Bodine wrestled out and around the 12. They have him listed as a tight end, but they'll use him as a tight end. They'll use him in the backfield as well. And on the toss play, pick up a five. Nice having that kind of versatility in your backfield, having that at your disposal. Cooper Johnson on the stop for Central Cast, and this drive for Velva started back at their own 25-yard line, and so far it's been really quick moving down the field. Drive has taken just under three minutes as they are into the red zone, second and five of the 12-yard line. 5.31 to go here in the 
Opening quarter, game one of four today from Dakota Bowl 30 at the Fargo Dome and scoreless. Four-man front, the defensive ends wide for Central Cast. Man coming in motion is Bodine. Fullback plunge, actually was Eigelhart, give to the fullback Bodine, and he turns his way following left guard and tackle to the 10-yard line. Pickup of a couple, brings up another manageable third down here for the Aggies. They'll face third and about two at the 10. Much better job up the middle there by Central Cast. Give some credit there. Got those big fire hydrants <laughs> tough to move on that front line no doubt about Good it. job there standing them up straight this drive right now this should be by our numbers the eighth play of the drive it is third and call it three actually they need to get to around the seven for a first down Preston Cla- a craft slot right check quarterback keeper up the middle lowers his head and should have it up for a first down quarterback power that time he just took the snap followed center and left guard and turns his way for a first down they'll give him the six yard line to pick up a four it's first and goal for the Aggies nice ball control drive one thing I'm really impressed with with Velva looking at that offense they give you so many different looks on offense too we've seen the eye formation they spread out trips to the near side and to the wide side so first and goal at the six yard line Eigelhart wide to the far side of the field. They'll work with an offset eye. First and goal to six. Four up on the line for Central Cast. Fullback tiptoes in motion. Toss. Peyton Bodine up the middle at the five. He is wrestled down. Ryan Stafford brings him down at around the three-yard line. You pick up three. Tyler Crochet limping a little bit. He did. They brought him back in, and now he's checked back out. Training staff's going to check on him but crochet an outstanding junior is getting a lot of college looks already for central cast and limping as they will attend to him on the sidelines that's a big loss for the squirrels there play clock is at 15 315 counting of the opening quarter the aggies have second and goal on the central cast three yard line bodine a back to his left is Braden bossert they'll send eigelhart in motion we have a flag down Movement on the line is going to cost Velva five. Marcus Bifford coming across the line from his defensive back position, anticipating oh. a blitz, and got himself out of control. It's going to cost them half the distance now. So Bifford, a pair of penalties of the face mask call earlier, and there he tried to time the snap count, as Bob mentioned, so that'll move it to about the yard and a half with 3.37 to play. Braden Bossard came into the huddle. Now he's going to head to the sideline as Eigelhart will be wide left. Hank Bodine is in as the fullback. Tight end right side of the formation is Reggie Bruner, who's back in there after being shaken up. As the quarterback keep by Shep, and he turns his way in for an Aggies touchdown. It'll go in, and officially a two-yard touchdown for Ben Shep. 75-yard drive in a little over five minutes for Velva Drake. Animus Garrison. I think we got all the towns in there. 504, <laughs> 75 yards, an impressive march by the Aggies. They take a 6 nothing lead. Two point you, know, you know who got the football, who kept the football in his hands when you need that those big yards. It's been Shep. Pistol formation. Shep on the two-point try. They give to Bodine. Tries the left side and follows left tackle and in on the two-point conversion. So Bodine runs in on the two-point try and very impressive drive of the second possession for Velva Drake Animus Garrison they grab the lead 317 to go in the opening corner from Dakota Bowl 30 on the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboards the Aggies eight squirrels nothing playoff football presented by Luther Buick family GMC we are professional grade kickoff after this on the fan high school activities teach the importance of teamwork 
commitment and communication, values that West Funeral Home share. At West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center, it's our dedication to family and community, along with the little things that make the difference. From our team to yours, cherish the memories and celebrate a victory. West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center, little things make the difference. Seventy-five yard drive for the Aggies. Five minutes and four seconds. Shep is six of seven, passing for forty-eight yards unofficially. Official numbers have him for fifty. As he has used a wide variety of receivers, called his own number on a two-yard touchdown run. Two-point try was good. Ben Shep with his fifteenth rushing touchdown of the year. It is eight nothing in favor of Velva Drake Animus Garrison. Shep, the deep man of the forty-yard line, or he'll kick it off from the forty. Isaac Wisniewski and Colton Crochet back deep for the Squirrels. They'll go to Crochet, 22-yard line. Comes across the middle at the 30. Makes a move right hash. Breaks a tackle, 35. Nice return by Crochet. Gets out, 16-yard return to the 38-yard line in the second offensive series. And we'll see if Central Cass can respond. On the return, number 12, Colton Crochet. Playoff football on the fan. Our coverage of the Dakota Bowls brought to you by Carpet World, by Red Wing Shoes. Proceed, Central Sales, Block Shop and Central Cass Public Schools. So first and 10 squirrels in the 38-yard lines. They went three and out of their opening series. First and 10, 38-yard line, four up on the line. Of a 4-3, almost a 4-2-5 look for Velva. Cooper Johnson as they'll spread things out, a four-receiver set. Johnson to the left, first carry for Owen Wiersma in the game, and he is wrapped up and down. He is wrapped up for a short pickup, Kyle Sandy. Coach's son into the tackle. It'll be a short pick up to about the 39-yard line. 6'3", 202 pounds. He's a senior. Nice job there. Stayed with the play. Just absolutely swallowed up Wiersma. So Owen Wiersma on the carry is uh, Owen Wiersma. Outstanding tailback up over 1,100 yards on the year. 11.54 coming into play today. Second and nine to the 39. Quick pass out. Cooper Johnson in a bubble screen. The catch trying to get outside of the numbers of the 40. It is... Settled down, finally brought down by Braden Bossert as he crosses the 40 to the 41-yard line. Again, just good job stringing things out to the near sideline there by Velva. So a short pick up there. Cooper Johnson had the biggest reception of the year. A fourth and 17 conversion against Kindred on what turned to be the game-winning drive in that last-second win over the arch-rival Vikings. Fourth and 17 with their season on the line. He caught one for 41. Third and seven here. Squirrels are all of one on third down. They have it left hash on their own 41-yard line. Tight formation. Mitchell back to throw. Sets up with the 33. He'll swing it out. Wearsman with the catch of the 40. Trying to get outside. Owen to the 45. Breaks a tackle and gets a first down. Knocked out of bounds along the far sideline of the 49. Second effort by Wearsman is good enough. That's 10. And a Squirrels first down. Great job by Wearsman. Just realizing he had to get to the sticks. And he completely blew his way right through two velvet defenders there to get through those tackles and get himself the first down. Great job by Owen. I have Mitchell at 4 of 4 passing for 18 yards. 10 of the swing pass. Wearsman to Two catches for 15 yards, and Squirrels on the move. First and 10, their first foray into Aggies' territories. We're inside of two minutes to go in the first. It's 8-0, Velva Drake, Animus Garrison. Quarterback keeper, it's Mitchell. Bounces off a tackle, and Braden gets out of the 44-yard line. Braden Mitchell has run for 288 yards and three touchdowns on the year, and quarterback power for five. Nice call on first down there by Tommy Butler and the Squirrels. Hank Bodine on the stop there for Velva, but at the same time, that's those are big yards on first down. Anytime you can pick up five, six on, on first, that makes second down that much easier. No doubt. Second down and uh, five from the 44 as we're inside of 90 seconds to play. Quick moving opening quarter. 
The unbeaten Aggies leading the underdog squirrels 8-0. Out of the pistol, little swing pass out. Peyton Lamar, the catch, looking for a block. Sheds one tackler, but he'll try to come back, and he's going to be finally down back at the other side of the 50. He was looking for a lane. There was nothing there, and Kyle Sandy finally with the ankle tackle and a loss. Well, they got five on first down. They lost eight there, and they're behind the chains facing third and 12. Bodine again spreading that one out. Maybe Bostard on the outside, get it, making first contact, and then it was decision time for Central Cast. Not able to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's a big defensive stop there by Velva. So another third down opportunity coming here. This will be play number six on the drive. Third down and 12 for the Squirrels. Make it third and 13 the 48. Mitchell back to throw up the 40. Steps off in the pocket, in trouble, trying to get away and does. Braden to the 50, and hits contact and down. At the Aggies 45-yard line, brought down by Hank Bodine as pocket was closing in. Mitchell took off, got seven, and they'll play the field position game. Out comes the punt unit. They'll try and punt them deep, make that drive even longer if they can now for uh, Velva Drake and Moose Garrison's next possession. Second punt for Riker Brush as the clock winding down. They don't have to run a play, and uh, Tyler Crusade out of the sidelines. Look like they've got uh, wrapped up, look like a knee perhaps. We'll see if he comes back. Brush on the kick. Angles it towards the near side. Eigelhardt will return. It bounces to the 15. Still going inside the 10. Still going as it rolls inside the 5. It'll come to rest at the 1. Well done, Riker Brush. 44-yard punt as the first quarter comes to a close. And the Yankees will be 99 yards. Well, they'll switch sides. They'll be 99 yards in the south end zone when we come back for the opening quarter. But Velva Drake, Animus Garrison, an impressive drive early. And they have the lead after one. At the end of one quarter of play, game one of four today from the Fargo Dome in the 11B championship. It's the Aggies 8, Central Cast nothing. As playoff football in the fan presented by Luther Buick, GMC. We are professional grade. We're back with more after this in the fan. We're here with Larry from The Lock Shop. Now, we've been hearing a lot about Liberty Safes and how they can protect your valuables. What makes these safes so special? Well, Liberty Safe is America's number one producer of heavy-duty gun safes, home safes, and fire-rated safes. And they're all made in the United States. Liberty Safe even offers a lifetime guarantee that's transferable, so you know they stand behind their product. How heavy are they? Can I lift them into my truck? No need. The Lock Shop delivers Liberty Safes right to your home. Find out more at thelockshopnd.com. You have to see this for yourself, because this radio. We've got some guys from this. Is the Air National Guard, North Dakota National Guard? Coming down from the from the rafters of the Fargo Dome. I look like they've done that a few times. No, that's marketing. <laughs> that's marketing your product when you got guys shooting out of the top of the building. It's one way to do it. Eight nothing in favor of the Aggies. Chris Crick producing things at our studios with Bob Roars. I'm Brad Anderson. 7.26, time of possession for Central Cass in the opening quarter. 4.34 for the Aggies. First downs 5-1 in favor of Velva. Two penalties, 16 yards for the Squirrels. One penalty, 5 yards for Velva. Some of the unofficial numbers. Nobody put the ball on the turf. So it'll be first and 10 from the one-yard line. Tyler Crochet is like they had a kind of his knee wrapped up, so right now he is not in the lineup for Central Cass, and we'll see if he does return or not. But that's uh, bad news for the Squirrels is in a defensive end now. Looks like Brady Plants is in at one defensive end for Central Cass. The brush punt backed up the Aggies. They have first down and 10 from their own one-yard line to start the second quarter. So Shep will work under center, and there's movement. That's going to back him up, what, three inches? I don't know. It's... 
We'll see what happens here if it was against Velva. It was, yeah. They maybe caught Preston Kraft moving just a little bit before the snap. So it's going to cost them half the distance. Now you're operating at about your one-foot line. Yeah, say they can't go much farther back towards their goal line. So it'll be at the half-yard line. So shout where they like to run out of shotgun or pistol. Until they, he didn't look real comfortable having to work no. under center. That is something, too, when you have an offense like that, when you're used to having a little bit of space, and now you're back basically at the edge of the end zone. First down on about 10 and a half of the 10. Quarterback sneak goes Shep, and they think another flag down. He was just trying to churn his way forward and just get a little bit of breathing room. They throw a flag or not? I'm just looking to see. Not, but he said... Oh, they were talking about they're looking his, for a his, safety. I maybe? think that's what you're exactly right. His knee might have went down, or they were Central Cass is claiming his knee went down to the goal line. That's what it was. Tommy Butler's out out of the field, and no gain for Shep. And that's right in high school or college as well. If that knee goes down, plays over. And knee went down there, so no gain for the Aggies. Brings up second down and about 11 from the one foot line. Shep from the end zone, back to throw, about seven yards in. He'll fire deep down the middle. It's overthrown and nearly intercepted by Peyton Lamar. Lamar has six interceptions to lead Central Cass this year. He nearly had number seven as Shep throwing deep from his end zone. It's third and long. Well, one thing there, Cooper Johnson from Central Cass, one of the two players back on coverage. Johnson made contact with the receiver, and again, whether or not that ball was catchable has nothing to do with it in high school football. So I think Central Cass may be very fortunate they didn't get flagged for a pass interference that's, on that. That's a very good point. Yeah, the whole uncatchable thing is kind of more college in, the, in pro. Yep. It is really not an issue and is not taken into consideration football-wise. Third and 11. Squirrel contingent trying to make a little noise here from the one-foot line. Handoff up the middle trying to get out of the end zone. It's going to be a short pickup for Bodine. Peyton Bodine gets out for about a yard and really advantage Central Cass. And here's where the three facets of football. Special teams pins him back deep. Defense gets a stop. And now we'll see the offense should have pretty good field position here as Shep's going to be putting from the back of his end zone. Central Cass could be looking at field position right around the uh, the Aggies' 30-yard line. Carter Maggio back deep at the 35. Central Cass one man late as the play clock down to 12. 10-42 and counting first half. Park River, or I should say Velva Drake, Animus Garrison, the Aggies. An 8-0 lead after a 75-yard drive. Knee-high snap, Shep, line drive kick. It'll be returnable, Maggio, 36-yard line. Maggio at the 30, near side, 25 at the 20. Lowers his head inside the 20 and escorted to the sidelines and down to the 19-yard line. There is a penalty flag down to the opposite end of the field over on the far side numbers. A 17-yard return by Carter Maggio, but we will see what the penalty is all about. Might back up Central Cass. So penalty flag is down. It's going to be unfortunate if it does go against Central Cass. Now you're looking at a penalty happening far away on the opposite side of the field. So block in the back, possibly a hold. Those are the usual things that they're going to find in punt situations. Now they're talking to the Aggies, so they're, that will probably move back Central Cass a little bit. We'll get the uh, word from down to the field here momentarily. They are backing up Central Cass. Holding. Return team number oh, that hurts. Holding on Josiah Crandall, so that moves it back to the 35, right about where the punt was received by Maggio. So 10.23 to go, so you lose... 
15 to 17 yards of field position, but still good field position here for Central Castrilli. Oh, it's going to go back to the 45. Yep, yep, after so. the penalty spot fall from the where they received the kick. So that does back them up. That backs them up a good 25 or so. so from the 45-yard line of the Aggies, first and 10, Central Cast trailing 8-0. Four receivers set. They'll motion. Wearsman out of the backfield. Swing pass out. Owen Wearsman, the catch of the 45, looking for a block. Gets to the sideline and is scorted out at the 43-yard line. Escorted out by Braden Bossard. So a little swing pass out for two. We've really not seen Mitchell try to go deep. He's taken a lot of the... I'll say checkdowns or kind of safe routes as Wiersma already has three receptions for a total of 17 yards here in the opening half. Second down and eight from the 43-yard line from the right hash. Lamar in motion. They fake to Lamar. Back to throw. They set up a swing pass. Wiersma again to the 45, and they had that bottled up very well. No gain back to the line of scrimmage. Finish up Braden Selzler, one of the Aggies, into the tackle. He and Sandy there as they read that well, fought off the block, and it's third and eight. Yeah, they weren't buying. They were not buying any fakes or trying hard not to go upfield. They anticipated screen, read it extremely well. Unofficially, I have Mitchell at 7 of 7 passing, but it's just 12 yards so far. And it will bring up third down and eight here. Line to gain the 35-yard line. 9.41 to play first half. It's 8-0 Aggies. Mitchell from midfield. Back to throw. Steps up in the pocket. He's got a lane to run. He'll fire across the middle. It's caught. Peyton Lamar the catch. Ooh, he took a hit. But able to hang on. First down to the 27-yard line. He took a shot that time from Shep. Coming in from the safety spot. He was close to the line of scrimmage, was Mitchell, but able to stop and deliver. Across nice. the middle to Lamar, first down. Nice job by Peyton, too, just kind of finding that hole in the in the coverage and, and settling down, finding that spot. Mitchell threw a dart, got him for the first down. Great play. Second catch for Lamar will give him 15 on that. Squirrels inside the 30. It's first and 10 from the Velva Drake, Animus, Garrison, 28-yard line. Lamar in motion, handoff up the middle. Wiersma as he is spun around and down. To the 25-yard line, finally finished off by Gabe Lackadock, number 54, end of the tackle, a pickup of three. We have not seen the Squirrels really go to the running game much. Is really, I think that that interior defense for Velva is a big reason why. Some good athletes across the front. Sandy, we called his name several times already this afternoon or this morning, I should say. Fifth play of the drive coming here for Central Cass. 8.45 and rolling. 8-0 Aggies in motion on a counterplay. It goes to Wiersma. The 25 escapes one tackler and finally brought down from behind by Hank Bodine as he got a couple of yards off of contact there as he gets out to the 23-yard line. So it looks like it'll be two more for Wiersma. Three carries, six yards, and third manageable. And an imagine four-down territory here for Tommy Butler and the Squirrels. Nice job there by Tyler Holdeman on that left defensive end spot, forcing that play back inside. Let your linebackers clean it up from there. Cooper Johnson wide to the left, slot right Lamar. Chase Bachmeyer wide to the near side as well. It's third and five from the 23. Left side, Wearsma on the carry, breaks the tackle at the 20, lowers his head, falls forward, he'll have a first down. Gets out of the 16-yard line. Again, yards off of first contact, and Owen Wearsma got what he needed. Six more. It's an accident, catch it in bath first down. The Squirrels are in the Aggies' red zone. Nice cutback by Wearsma there, finding that seam on the left side and going ahead for that first down. Nice job by Owen. So he probably got, well, he needed five to six, and he got the last couple he needed off of contact. Cooper Johnson wide here to the near side. They'll pay, uh, pair him with Bossard. Two safeties, actually, just like one safety high. Stretch play, it goes on the carry. Wiersma again. 
Oh, Isaac Wisniewski, first carry for Isaac Wisniewski, and he is hit for a loss back at the 18-yard line. So Isaac Wisniewski, he comes in, 495 yards, six rushing touchdowns, and a nice complimentary back to Owen Wiersma. Loses a yard there, second and 11, this drive for the Squirrels now. They're in the red zone for the first time, has soaked up about three minutes off the clock. 7-18 and counting here in the second quarter. Central Cast trails 8-0 in this Class 11B championship. Shotgun snap, Mitchell, the 25, quick out, caught at the 10-yard line. Cooper Johnson makes a move with a 5 and gets into the end zone with a touchdown. Nice adjustment at the numbers by Cooper Johnson, got to the edge and scored. 18 yards on the touchdown, it's 8-6 Aggies. Boy, a nice move there as he deked out. It was Reggie Bruner that time. His one little juke move was all he needed. 18 yards for Johnson. And the Squirrels will elect to, looks like they are going to kick. They've gone pretty steady with Carter Verkota all year. 18 yards in the catch and run for Cooper Johnson. And they will elect to kick. Carter Verkota out of the hole to Riker Brush for the extra point. Snap, spot, Verkota's kick is up, and it is good. So the extra point knocked through. Verkota's been pretty steady all year on those uh, point-after touchdowns. 35 of 41 now. Squirrels back within a point. 7.05 to go first half. Playoff football on the fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade from the Dakota Bulls. Velva Drake, Adaboos, Garrison, 8, Central Cast, 7, kickoff after this. Scoring drive, 45 yards and 8 plays, 3 minutes and 18 seconds. Mitchell to Cooper Johnson, 18 yards in the touchdown. And on the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard, it's 8-7. Ward Cater and the crew at Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton. Proud to sponsor regional high school football and all athletics. Go to Drive with Vision. Com. For Cooper Johnson, that is his sixth receiving touchdown of the year. And a nice answer back, and there's the three phases once again. Special teams backed him up on basically to the goal line and a punt, three and out, and short field, and Central Cast took advantage, and some third down conversions along the way there, Bob. And overcame a uh, penalty off the punt return. Remember, they would have been looking at first and ten from the 20-yard line of, of Velva Garrison, but instead, here we are. They started at their 45, kept their heads up, that was a nice-looking drive, punching that one in. Nice move by Cooper Johnson, too, to get into the end zone. Yeah, say, it didn't have to be anything fancy. Just a little deep move outside of the numbers and left Reggie Bruner in the dust as Verkota has it teed up at the 40-yard line. They'll have Eigelhart back deep along with Peyton Bodine. They'll set up shop at the 5, and there's the kick. And over end, Eigelhart will get a chance on this one. Makes the catch 10-yard line. Heads up the left hash, 15 to the 20, and brought down to the 25-yard line. Was Nooski on the stop for Central Cass. Give them the 26-yard line, 16 on the return, and the Aggies have gone punt, touchdown punt on the drive summary, and they will start from the 26-yard line. Stay tuned at halftime. It is brought to you by Vision Ford Lincoln. We'll take a look at the first-half numbers. Big thanks to our 740 The Fan Vehicle sponsors. They include Muscatel Ford, Linex, Olsen Pools and Spas, CI Sport, Tommy's Express Car Wash and Satellite Solutions. Market back at the 25 for the Aggies. First and 10 left hash from the 25. Three receivers punch to the near side and movement again. I think they got right tackle that time that may have twitched. Jamison Rhyme, the offender on that play. So five-yard penalty. That is now three penalties. All procedure calls for 11 yards against the Aggies. So that backs it up to the 20-yard line. First and 15 from the 20. Again, the Squirrels without Crochet at defensive end. Looked like suffered, looked like a knee injury earlier. 
Shep back to throw and play action. He'll go deep down the left side. Man is open and just out of the reach of Braden Bossard on a wheel route coming out of the backfield and incomplete and just missed him. That's twice now. Shep has gone for the deep ball and has just missed it. Nice looking throw again. Just a little bit too far. Maybe need to get a little more air underneath those throws. So the pass goes incomplete. We'll bring up second down and 10. Shep, I have a 6 of 9 for 50 yards. Mitchell is 8 of 9, 64 yards in that touchdown to Johnson. Second and 15 here back to the 20-yard line. It'll work out of the eye. Four-man front. One safety deep for Central Cass. Play action. Shep rolling out, being chased. Dumps it out. Caught. Bodine, the catch of the 25, makes a man miss and brought down inside the numbers. Ball is out. It's a fumble. It's a man scramble for it back at the 37-yard line, and I think the Aggies got it back. And get a first down out of the deal. How about that? Bodine, the catch, got stripped at around the 30. It was a couple of different opportunities for Central Cast to fall on it. We're going to look here at the replay. I think the ball came out about the 30. It was fumbled forward, and the Aggies recover at the 37-yard line. So that's a pickup of 17. And it is a first down. That is their sixth first down at the 37-yard line. The fumble got him about seven extra yards. Out of the shotgun, here's Shep lowers his head as he gets across the 40 and gets an extra yard or two as he gets out of the 42 and a late penalty flag. Thrown from about 15 yards downfield, so you wonder if maybe a face mask call perhaps. Maybe on Wisniewski coming in late on that play and maybe grabbing a helmet right there. Yeah, that's yep, possible. Right there. Yep, yep. And Shep kind of came up patting his face mask saying he got me by the mask and so we'll see what happens here. Fifteen yard penalty and it's another face mask call second against Central Cast. That'll add fifteen more to the run from Shep as he picked up five and then got yanked. And I think they got Wisniewski as, as you mentioned, Bob, by the mask. And so that will be thirty yards in penalties, actually thirty-one yards in penalties by the Central Cast defense. And that'll be a first down number seven by our counts for the Aggies, and it'll be all of a sudden, into Squirrels territory at the 43 with 6.14 to play in the second quarter. It's Velva Drake, Animus 8, Central Cast 7. Game 1 of 4. The 9B game will follow around noontime at New Salem, Almont, and Cavalier. Three receivers to the left, trips to the left, four man front, two safeties deep for the Squirrels. Shep out of the gun. Eichelhart comes in motion from left to right. On the keeper, Shep tries the right side. He is hauled down from behind as he'll fall forward. To about the 41-yard line, pickup of two. Brandon Preston on the yep. stop for Central Cass. Yeah, looking back at that face mask penalty, I'm not sure Wisniewski necessarily grabbed the face mask, but he had an awful lot of helmet, yep. and that was enough to sell the call. And Shep did a good job of selling it, too. Second and eight from the 42-yard line. Back to the left. Shotgun snap to Shep back at midfield. He'll look. Fires down the right side for Eichelhardt. It is underthrown. Broken up by Josiah, uh, by Josiah Crandall and incomplete. He cut off the receiver. Kind of came back into the inside to Josiah. And able to knock it free and incomplete. Brings up third and long. And it got a tip ball out of the play, too. And nearly an interception by Wiersma coming back across. So third down here is... The Aggies facing third down. 
Take a look at some of the team numbers so far on third down. The Aggies are two of four on third down this morning. Facing third and eight here from the Central Cast 42-yard line. Three receivers to the right, and there's movement. I think they got Rhyme again at right tackle, and movement once more against the Aggies. It's one thing they do. They used to not do in college or high school is announce the number of the player. So now he has to, you know, wear the rock of shame for a few minutes on <laughs> statewide radio and television. The stone of shame. I think I was on the Simpsons one time. Third and 13 of the 47. Well, Ryan was in his three-point set. I'm not sure why he decided. It wasn't why he decided to get leaving, out of it. But, yeah. Third and longer behind the chains of the Aggies from the 30-47 yard line. Bodine out of the backfield. They'll swing it out. Eigelhart in a bubble screen. The catch 45 spins and down to the 43 yard line. Finished off by Marcus Bifford, a pickup of four. They get back to the original line of scrimmage, and we'll see if the Aggies decide to go for it as they try to get one of their playmakers or over 40 receptions on the year for Eigelhart. Gets out of the 42, and Shep is the punter, and he is back in punt formation. The situation here with the Aggies can kind of do to the squirrels what <laughs> exactly try to reverse uh, reverse the roles and what happened earlier in the uh, first half. So back at the 45 goes Shap Majo, the deep man for Central Cass inside the 10. Low snap and angles that kick away from the return man. It'll bounce inside the 10, rolling to the 5. They'll have a chance to down it, and they do with the two-yard line. Turnabout fair play, right? Absolutely, as Kraft downs it at the 2. So the punt goes 41 yards, and now Central Cass is backed up here with 4.32 to go and a quick-moving first half from Dakota Bowl 30. We moved it inside to the dome back in uh, 1993. As we will have a media timeout, we'll break 4:32 to go here first half. Playoff football coverage here in the fan, brought to you by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. It is Velva Drake, Adamus Garrison, leading Central Cast in the 11B final. It's 8-7 Aggies. We're back after this. This is the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. As we come back, the Aggies trying to time the snap count, jumped offside, so Central Castle will get some breathing room as Velva offsides the call. will cost them five. That is five penalties for 21 yards. Ashton Chapesky back after missing last week due to injury at Beulah. They'll use him and Marcus Bifford, either a tight end or an H-back, so five-yard penalty moves it up to the seven-yard line. This is a key uh, series here, eight-seven Aggies, and... Central Cass can just get a little breathing room and flip the field down one. Wiersma tries the right side. Sheds a tackler at the 10. Gets free outside 15 to the 20. 25 near sideline and is pushed out of bounds at the 30-yard line by Preston Kraft. That's one way to flip the field, Bob. There's 24, and the Squirrels have uh, some breathing room at the 31. Absolutely. Biggest run of the day, but the key was that five-yard penalty coming out of that break. Instead of starting first and 10 from your own two-yard line, now you're starting first and five. And then Wiersma, his longest run of the day so far. Getting close to 1,200 yards on the ground for the future MSUM Dragon. First and 10 squirrels from the right hash of the 31-yard line. 4.25 to go first half. It is 8-7 in favor of the Yankees here from the Fargo Dome. Lamar in motion. They give to Wiersma up the middle. Has room. 35. Gets free at the 40. Lowers his head. Bounces free at the 45. Near side 50. Down the sidelines of the 40. 35-30. He might go to the 20. 15. And is pushed out inside the 10-yard line. And is shoved out. Inside the 10 by Reggie Bruner all the way down to the Aggie five-yard line. And the Aggies lucky they're not picking up an extra 15 yards on a personal fall for a late hit because Wiersma was about two steps out of bounds, took one more shove. Not a big shove, but just enough where they could have flagged it. 
64 yards for Owen Wearsman in two plays. He's now up Kick over 100 yards, rushing line, six for 102 plays. Ian and is breaking what, a can't break three yards. Wisniewski and finally a penalty in two long runs. Wisniewski slows him down. It's first. And Marcus Bifford helped to finish him off back inside the 20. They were 12 to go. Wisniewski 20-yard line. We'll see where they set it down. It's going to be at the 20. So 12 on the return for Eigelhart. The Aggies trail for the first time in this one. 4-0-1 to go here in the opening quarter, and it's a cold, blustery day outside. Nice and comfy inside the Fargo Dome or wherever you might be today with Bob Roars. I'm Brad Anderson, Chris Crick producing things at our studios. I think we're going to have a Tom Dosh appearance later on in the uh, yep. in the broadcast. Looking forward to that. And maybe Jack Michaels as well. First and 10 from the 20-yard line. Wing back to the right side, Shep will work under center. Play action, back to throw, rolling left, Shep of the 15 being chased. He'll take off, and he's down at the 21-yard line. I think Brady Plants got to him there as he was able to fight free and out to the 22. Give Brady some credit. He did not give up on that play. He didn't buy the fake. He stayed with it. Shep tried rolling, and Plant simply tracked him down. Nice play by the lineman. So Plant's getting some snaps with Crochet shaking up as each team has all three timeouts left. Shep picks up two. Braden Bosser to the right of Shep now on the gun. Play clock is at eight, second and eight, the 22-yard line. Four-man front for the squirrel. Shep back to throw from the 14. He'll fire right side. It is deep, and it's caught. Now the near sidelines. It's Bruner down the sidelines midfield. He might go at the 40, 35-30 at the 20, 15, 10, 5, and it's a touchdown for the Aggies. 78 yards to Reggie Bruner. Squirrel defender Gamble tried to go for the pick and missed. Once Bruner secured the catch, there was nobody left. 78 yards, and we're tied at 14. Shep throwing, showing off that strong arm there. And just, yeah, you're right. Central cast the defender just coming up a step shy, not getting to the ball in time to knock it down, and Bruner was gone. I think Cooper Johnson was the one that took the gamble there as Reggie Bruner down the sideline for 78 yards and a very key two-point try here as they will try and take the lead back. Preston Kraft along with Eigelhart wide along deep on the far sideline. Bodine to the right of Shep. Shep on the keeper trying to head right. He finds a lane and he's in for two and the Aggies take the lead back. So they respond as Central Casement basically the length of the field in three plays. The Aggies did it in two. 3.05 to go first half as it is a 16-14 lead for Velvet Drake Andalus Garrison. Kickoff after this short timeout on 7.40 The Fan. Hey everybody, this is Ward Cater at Vision Ford Lincoln, Wapiton, North Dakota. It's time to make a change. It's time to move on and get a new career. We want to be that place. To help you make that decision, I'm going to pay 100% of your health care. That's right, 100% of your health care each and every month. On top of that, I want you to pick out your favorite Ford or Lincoln, and I'm going to give you up to $500 a month towards your vehicle. That's right, I'm going to give you an additional $500 a month towards your favorite Ford or Lincoln. Go to drivewithvisionjobs.com. That's drivewithvisionjobs.com. Act now. Two plays, 80 yards in a minute and two seconds. Shep finding Reggie Bruner for 78 yards in the touchdown. Reggie Bruner has his seventh receiving touchdown of the year for Ben Shep. Looking at his passing numbers at his TD pass, 23 and just four interceptions. Came in 206 attempts, just four interceptions. And a two-point try good by Shep as well. 
and it is now 16-14. So we've had a couple of lead changes, and they've come here in the last minute plus. So the Aggies take the lead back, 16-14. Kickoff coming as Shep has it teed up with a 40. Here have been back deep for Central Cass. It's like Colton Crochet, one of them. Kick end over end, and it is Colton Crochet. Is that one's going to go to the sideline and land on the bounds? So they can take it at the 35 or have them kick it again. I think they'll take it at the 35. Well, after that, you kind of see that in championship games with first drive or two. Teams kind of swap punches, and then things start to open up. And I say it's just like, you know, interstates close. They open it up. Now you can kind of take off and go. Well, you think about it now. Shep now with a couple big pass plays. He's missed on a couple others just off the fingertips of receivers that both could have been really, really big plays for the Aggies. So settling down, that's a big one to get Shep's confidence back, get the receiver's confidence back. And see how that now spurs on your defense uh, from that side of the ball. Yeah, now you got to try and get a stop. First and 10, left hash, 35-yard line. Braden Mitchell in the pistol, a four-receiver formation. Rears the motions out of the backfield. Quarterback keeper Mitchell, and he is stacked up. A yard, maybe two, met by Braden Selzler. So he gets out to the 37-yard line. So Mitchell calling his own number, his third carry for 14 yards. Central Cass has run for 118, of course, a lot of that came in two plays for 88 yards from Owen Wiersman. And that'll bring up second down and eight. Both teams don't need to be in a hurry. They have all three timeouts left. A 16-14 lead for the Aggies here in this 11B championship game. As Peyton Lamar comes in motion. Back to throw. Here's Mitchell. He gets hit as he fires it deep down the left side. It's a jump ball. It's up for grabs and it's broken up and incomplete. Intended for Cooper Johnson. Two Aggies back downfield on coverage. One of them was Shep from the safety spot. The other was Reggie Bruner. As they finally got a little bit of late pressure on Mitchells. Just taking a look at the replay. Yeah, they did knock him down as he delivered that ball. And it's third name. Yeah, Potent Boudin got in there on the rush and was able to get Mitchell just as he let go. So maybe that affected that pass a little bit. Good coverage by Velva, nonetheless. Shep and Bruner both back deep. Unofficially 9 of 11 for Mitchell. He's thrown for 46 yards by our numbers. It'll be third down and eight here from the 37-yard line. Shotgun to Mitchell from the 30. He steps up in the pocket in trouble, trying to get rid of it, and does hit as he throws, and it's incomplete. Somebody got his arm as he tried to deliver that pass. Is It might have been Maybe Tyler Sandy Holdeman. in there one more time. Yep. Yeah, either Sandy or Holdeman. Let's see. And it was. Yeah, you're correct, Bob. It was Sandy that got the right arm. Incomplete. And the squirrels go three and out. Sandy's had a nice first half. Like the pressure Very he's been active. applying both in the passing game and against the run. Riker Brush will punt. He's back at the 25-yard line with Eigelhardt back, uh, back deep. Sandy comes in with 69 tackles, 31 solo stops. Nice kick by Brush as he gets a nice bounce as it rolls along the far sidelines and out of bounds close to the 20-yard line. The official will set it down at the 22-yard line. So the punt goes 41 yards, and the Aggies, 2-10 left, more than an adequate time here with a two-point lead. And all three timeouts to go and a two-point lead, 16-14 in favor of Velva, Drake, Animus, Garrison. First and 10 now at the 22-yard line. The drive summary has gone punt, touchdown, punt, punt, touchdown. And with a quarterback that's very comfortable throwing the ball in these two-minute situations. First and 10, 22-yard line. Two backs alongside Shep in the gun. 
Yeah, so he can just kind of pick his way through. He'll keep it on first down. Goes up middle of the 25, falls forward to about the 27-yard line. Bifford there. And as is Ryan Stafford, pick up a five on first down. So bring up second and five as Shep. Eight carries for 22 yards. I have the Aggies taking a look at the numbers here. 14 carries, 36 yards. They have thrown for 147, including that 78-yard connection for Bruner, which gave them the lead back. Trips to the left, four receivers set, four-man front, play clock at 12, at second and five, as on the keeper, on the bootleg, tripped up. A little delay there that time, and Shep got tripped up and loses a couple back to the 25-yard line. Is that Brandon Preston again? Stepping I think up, it was either him or Staff. I think it was Drew Stafford that got to him as well as a timeout. Timeout called by Velva Drake Animus as a loss of a yard, and the Aggies will take their first timeout. We'll do the same, 122 to go before halftime. Dakota Bowl 30 here on 740. The Fan, presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Aggies lead Central Cast 16-14. We're back after this. Your future starts here. At North Dakota State College of Science, they help you prepare for your future in great-paying careers in a wide range of high-demand industries. With more than 90 academic options and a 97% placement rate, NDSCS will help you become career-ready in just two years. Take classes in Wapiton, Fargo, or online. Visit ndscs.edu to get started today or to check out their virtual tour. Velva Drake, Animus Garrison, a 16-14 advantage with Bob Roars. I'm Brad Anderson as Aggies with the lead. Now a key stop to try and get for Central Cass. They have all three timeouts left. Facing third down and eight here from the 25-yard line. Third and let's call it seven from the 25-yard line. Aggies have it on their own 25 with a two-point advantage. Shep in the shotgun. Quarterback keeper 20 pauses for a moment up the middle to the 30. And gets a first down as he muscles his way for the extra yard or two. First down to the 34-yard line with Snooski into the tackle. But he needed seven. He got nine. Big third down conversion there for the Aggies. And they'll move the chains. Clock will start running here on the ready. Just 116 remaining. They've got two timeouts from the left. First down to the 33-yard line. Central Cass will get the... Second half kickoff as they deferred. First and 10 back at the 33-yard line. So 28 yards for Shep on 10 carries by our numbers. A back to the right and a false start again. Tristan Rhyme backpedaling from right tackle. Not a good half for Jamison so far. That's his third false start in the half. Again, just getting a little antsy on the outside, anticipating a rush. So I'll move it back five to the 28-yard line with 57 seconds to go in the first half. Our games later today, 11A championship, defending champion Jamestown. Blue Jays will take on Fargo North. And then later tonight, about 640, the 11AA championship, Shanley in the big school final for the first time since 1983, taking on surprising Bismarck Century. The number eight seed from the postseason, first and 15. Shep play action from the 20. Steps off in the pocket, trying to fire one deep down the middle. It is nearly intercepted. Looking for Eigelhardt, it was underthrown. A diving attempt nearly intercepted by Owen Wiersman. Not sure if uh, if Shep got hit a little bit before he let that go or the ball simply fell out of his hands. I think it fell out of his hands. Wiersman yes. nearly the interception, but his Eigelhardt was open down the far sideline. 
Just couldn't get it to him. Yeah, so I don't know if he just he was pulling the trigger. He just kind of got a little itchy trigger finger, whatever the case was. But it is second and 15 now, 51 seconds to play. Aggies lead by a 16-14 score in the Class 11B title game. Trips to the left side. Shep, quarterback keeper up the middle, shakes a tackle at the 30 and keeps his balance, stumbles forward to the 35-yard line for a pickup of seven. And the clock continues to run. They do have two timeouts left. And don't appear to be in a real huge hurry as the clock continues to move. 31 seconds and counting. It'll bring up third. And about nine coming here for Velva Drake, Anamus Garrison. From their 34 as they mark it back at the 34-yard line. Knee went down there. Eigelhart wide to the right side. They'll send three receivers with Kraft, the widest of the three, to the near side. Play clock is at 10. Third and nine from the 34-yard line. Play clock is down to seven. Game clock is at 10 as Shep waits as long as he can. Down to two, down to one. Takes a helmet high snap. Quarterback keeper now scrambles off to the right, being chased at the 35, brought down by Bifford at the 39-yard line, and that's how the first half will end. So I don't know if they just didn't feel like they could do something downfield or whatever the case was, but they left two timeouts in the pocket going to halftime. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering why uh, Coach Larry Sandy there you know, wanted to keep those timeouts. I mean, decent field position, not great. Maybe just the fear of giving the ball back to Central Cass. Well, that's very possible as well. Back and forth first half as each team with a lead change. Central Cass will get the second half kickoff. But, boy, I tell you what, to the first uh, 24, pretty even first half, Bob. Yeah, absolutely. Both teams having some big playability. Owen Wiersma, though, kind of took that one drive over, I think, for a Central Cass. That triggered them, but then Velva coming back with that great response with that touchdown pass to Bruner. Yep, no doubt about that. As we get to our halftime report, it is coming up next. Halftime report presented by Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapiton here in the Class 11B title game as this game one of four from the 30th annual Dakota Bowl. It is Velva Drake Animus Garrison with the lead 16-14 on the Central Cast Squirrels in this 11B final. We'll get to our halftime report coming up after this as Playoff Football on the Fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Hank Bodine is in as the fullback. Tight end right side of the formation is Reggie Bruner, who's back in there after being shaken up. As the quarterback keep by Shep, and he turns his way in for an Aggies touchdown. 75-yard drive in a little over five minutes for Velva Drake. Animus Garrison. I think we got all the towns in there. 504, <laughs> 75 yards, an impressive march by the Aggies. They take a 6-0 lead. They made it 8-0. And we went back and forth from there as our halftime report presented by Vision Ford Lincoln on the 210 bypass in Wapiton. Big thanks to our uh, sponsors as well, bringing you coverage of Dakota Bowl 30 here on the fan. They include Dakota Refrigeration, Fargo Public Schools, JP2 Schools, Haugen Attachments, and uh, Northern Integrity. 16-14 here at halftime. Say North Dakota State College of Science is a two-year college with a full college experience that helps you prepare for your future in great-paying careers and a wide range of high-demand industries. With more than 90 academic options to choose from, NDSCS will help you become career-ready in just two years. Industry partners, state-of-the-art equipment, and knowledgeable instructors help you succeed and open doors to a 97% placement after graduation. You can take classes in Wapiton, Fargo, or online. Your future starts at NDSCS. They know college is an investment in your future. That's why NDSCS provides affordable tuition, and more than a million dollars in scholarships to students. In fact, 74% of students attend NDSCS tuition-free through scholarships, sponsorships, and grants. Go to NDSCS.edu today to schedule your visit or check out their virtual tour. 
Good back and forth first half. I think the uh, the popular opinion on this one was going to be a, you got Central Cass really riding a full wave of emotion. Uh, three road wins in the playoffs, facing a very established program that Larry Sandy has with Velva Drake and Abus Garrison. And so far, it's kind of been like a prize fight. It's gone back and forth. Well, early going, we were wondering if anybody was going to make a first down, first of all. I mean, that was one of the big things. But but each team did settle down, and uh, you know, Velva able to get on that, that scoreboard first and kind of doing what what they do best it's getting into the ball into the hands of ben shep letting him make some plays um you know that was key um defensively when central cast was able to pin uh velva drake and garrison back at their own one yard line got the ball back on a punt almost at the 20 ended up after a penalty starting at their own 45 but they punched it in yep. and then coming back with that 98 yard drive what they did when owen wears but they finally got the ball and got him some space a little bit running the football that got Central Cast just a huge uh, momentum builder at that point. But then the big play uh, coming back to uh, to uh, 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 Bruner on that pass play from, from Shep again uh, to get Velva back in the game. So, yeah, back and forth. It's a prize fight. It's kind of what we expected in this one. Yeah, it hasn't disappointed at all as we take a look at some of the uh, first-half numbers here. The official stats uh, are in through the first half of play as we take a look at those. Uh, first downs here in the uh, first half, 11 for Velva, 7 for Central Cass in the, uh, through the first 24 minutes, so 11 to 7 first downs in favor of the uh, Aggies. A turnover-free first half. There was one fumble, Velva fumble, but was able to recover and a couple of near misses on interceptions by Central Cass. So uh, 11 to 7 first downs, no turnovers. Penalties in the first half of play. Central Cass, three penalties for 31 yards in Velva. A little trouble on the offensive line with some procedure calls as they were uh, called for one, two, three, kind of get up here. Seven penalties in the first half, seven penalties for a total of, I believe, 32 yards, counting things up on the first half of play. Actually, seven for 28 in the uh, first half as well. Time of possession favoring Central Cass, 16 minutes and four seconds compared to 7.56 for the Velva Aggies for the first half of play. The scoring drives is Velva Drake Animos. You heard that highlight coming back at 75 yards in five minutes and four seconds as it was the quarterback Ben Shep in from, like I said, two yards out, officially one yard out. It was about a yard and a half as he went in for the touchdown. Bodine to the two-point run. Peyton Bodine ran that in. That came with 317 to go in the opening quarter, and the Aggies took an 8 to nothing advantage. Central Cass got on the board. Eight plays, 45 yards, and three minutes and 18 seconds. It was Braden Mitchell to Cooper Johnson. Passed to the outside, made a nice juke move of the 10, and got to the end zone and scored. Carter Vercota's extra point made it 8-7, to 7.05 to go in the second quarter for that. After Velvo went three and out, actually didn't, didn't go three and out, but he did get one first down, backed up the squirrels on a punt. Central Cass win 98 yards and three plays. Two big runs from Owen Wearsma, one for 24 and another for 64 down to the five. Isaac Wisniewski went the final five for the touchdown. 25 seconds, 98 yards, three plays. They scored with 4.07 to go. Extra point by Bifford made it a 14-8 squirrels advantage. And then Melva went 80 yards and two plays in a minute and two seconds. As it was, a pass to Reggie Bruner. Squirrels Gamble tried to go for an interception and missed. And Bruner was free down the far sideline, took it 78 yards for a touchdown. And the two-point try was good. Shep ran that one in, and just like that, the Aggies a 16-14 lead, and that's how we stand here at halftime. A little disappointed that uh, the Aggies didn't make a bigger effort. You know, with two minutes to go in that first half, they had three timeouts, and really were pretty content just to run the football, not uh, get in any trouble trying to throw it, just avoiding the turnover. 
ultra conservative. I guess I'm a little bit surprised, maybe a little bit disappointed, you know, that they didn't try and, uh, and and put another six points on the board at the end of the half. But what do I know? Larry Sandy's been doing this for 33 years. So, um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll nod to him. Yep, no doubt about that. But 16-14, we'll take a timeout. We'll run through the individual numbers next. 16-14, your score. Melva Drake, Animus Garrison coming in unbeaten at 12-0, facing the 9-2 Central Cast Squirrels in this championship matchup. We'll come back with more of our halftime report presented by Vision Ford Lincoln after this on the fan. Five. 412 to go. Wisniewski to the right. Hand off Isaac Wisniewski as he pinned the balls off a couple of defenders and is in. Touchdown, Central Cast. Wesnuski in for five yards and a score, and the squirrels in a heartbeat grab the lead at 13-8. Isaac Wesnuski, he uh, after Owen Wearsman was probably out of gas after two long runs. He uh, got the reward, a five-yard touchdown run. Velvet Drake Adamus Garrison leading Central Cass here at halftime in our Vision Ford Lincoln halftime report at 16 to 14. Take a look at the uh, first half numbers here as. Uh, Take a look at the passing numbers. Both quarterbacks have been very effective throwing the football here uh, through the first 24 minutes as we take a look at those numbers. Braden Mitchell, 8 of 11 passing, 64 yards and a touchdown. Ben Shep for Velva, 9 of 14, 142 yards passing in the uh, first half of play. And there's been a couple, we kind of highlighted a couple near near misses on some deep balls on throws as well. That number could have been uh, close to 200. Yeah, potentially could have blown this game open very early. On the ground, Central Cast Owen Wearsman, official number 6 for 99. I apparently gave him an extra yard, 6 for 100, 24 and 64 on the uh, long runs on that 98-yard touchdown drive. Mitchell, three carries, 14 yards. Isaac Wisniewski, two for four, including that five-yard touchdown. And Peyton Lamar, one carrying one yard in the uh, first half as well. Receiving leaders for Central Cast, Wearsma, four catches, 23 yards. Cooper Johnson, two for 21 on his score, and Peyton Lamar. Two for 20 in the uh, first half as well. For the Velva Drake Animus Garrison Aggies, Reggie Bruner, three catches, 112 yards, and that 78-yard touchdown of the second quarter. Trayson Eigelhart's been held in check. Four receptions for 12. Peyton Bodine, one catch, 10 yards. Braden Bossert, one for eight. Defensively, Marcus Bifford, eight tackles, six solo stops for the Central Cast Squirrels. Ryan Stafford has four. Isaac Wisniewski has three and a half tackles. And again, Tyler Crochet suffered what looked to be a knee injury early in the game and doubtful he will return for Central Cass. That's a two-way starter you lose. Kyle Sandy's been very active on the uh, defense for the Aggies. Four and a half tackles, four solo stops. Hank Bodine and Braden Selzler each sharing a tackle for loss. He has four tackles in the first half as well. Trayson Eigelhart with two and a half tackles. 16-14 Aggies here at the half as um, uh, let's preview the next matchup here, Bob. You'll have the call on that one with uh, Cavalier. Kind of their swan song to nine man as they, uh, this is their fourth trip to the Dakota Bowl. And they have enough, I guess, points to move up now to 11B football next year, whether they want to or not. They're going to face a new Salem Almont team who's back for the third time since 2016, first time in four years. Well, good matchup. Again, two unbeaten teams. Um very solid histories of both programs and of course you know cavalier um yeah they've been here so many times before and uh, looking to, to to cap one off here um you know one interesting thing i've uh, discovered just kind of reading up on things but you're talking six different senior starting quarterbacks for cavaliers the last the last six years that's incredible normally yeah you're in the situation that 
um, that Velva is, where you've got a sophomore quarterback that's going to you know, run things for the next three years for your program, at least two. But tell you what, the Cavalier does a nice job simply finding those athletes. Who's the best person for the job? That's going to be our quarterback, and that's what we're going to go with. And uh, it has paid off. So I'm I'm hoping for a good game. Of course, nine-man football is always fun to watch. You, you tighten up that field yep. a little bit, and it is wide open. We've seen some great games. Now watch. Of course, they're going to surprise us. We're going to have an 8-6 slugfest or something like that. But uh, normally the points go up on the board. The fans are into it. It's just a lot of fun to watch, and we're expecting a really good show here um, right around noon today. Fourth uh, trip to the Dakota Bowl in a row for Cavalier, and in that stretch, 46-3, and and there's not a state title in that stretch, which is hard to believe, but they've been left on the doorstep the last three years. Shout-out to the Minnesota teams, Barnesville and uh, Wheaton-Herman-Norcross winning last night in their state quarterfinals. You've got Minoba and Wabin playing tonight. you got Brackenridge taking on Minneota. I know you've seen the Cowboys play this mm-hmm. year. Uh, you've got DGF tomorrow against Esco and Brainerd. The Spuds taking on Elk River at Maple Grove. I feel like I'm missing one somewhere. Oh, Verdo Beltrami plays today in Grand Rapids. And the uh, nine-man playoff in Moorhead between uh, Kitson County Central and Mountain Iron Buell, uh, which was supposed to be yesterday. We played at five today at Jim Goda Stadium. And, boy, imagine I made that trip to Mountain Iron. NDSES played there uh, against Masabi Range. So I've gone up to the range. That's not a fun drive. Well, I say it's, I should say it's a fun drive. It's a pretty drive, but it's you not a straight. It's not a straight drive. Here. No, you can't get there from here. So. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So Mountain Iron coming down to Moorhead, safe travels, and uh, Kitson County Central as well. Yeah, I'm just glad we're indoors today. Can you imagine this type of title game being played? Four championship games being played outdoors today with the weather that we've had here the last couple of days. Well, 1992 was the last year they played outside, and my uh, my alma mater, Lisbon, winning their own their only football title came in 1992 outside at Hughes Field in Bismarck. 7-6 overtime win over Watford City. Nobody scored in regulation. Just a cold, raw day. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the last one outside. And they, uh, they've moved it inside for the Fargo Dome and the Alaris Center since then. And pretty much the Fargo Dome has become the permanent home. So our halftime report here is the uh, both teams out for the second half. Central Cast will get the... Um, Get the second half kickoff, 16-14. Velva Drake, Anaboos Garrison trying to cap off a perfect season, leading the um, underdog central cast squirrels by two. Second half coming up after this on the fan. And Chap has a teed up at the 40-yard line. There are men back deep. Colton Crochet, one of them for central cast, as they will head to the south end zone for the third quarter. Second half is underway. They'll angle it towards the sidelines. Colton Crochet catches far sideline, 19-yard line. Comes back to the numbers 25 and is down close to the 30-yard line. So close to 10 on the return for Colton Crochet, and the central cast offense will head back to work from the 30, first and 10. And how about that uh, That postseason run? is about 900 miles round trip was Rolette first. They beat Botno at Rolette. Then the short trip to Kindred a couple of weeks ago. Six, a uh, 14-10 last second win. And then it was out to Beulah last week, out for about a four-hour drive to Cole Country. First and 10, 30-yard line. Elva got to stay at home at Dickinson Trinity in Hillsboro Central Valley with wins. First and 10 at the 30. Mitchell back to throw, steps into one deep down the left side for Cooper Johnson. It is broken up, caught off the deflection. He's at the 30 to the 20. 15, stutter step, and it's down inside the 10. They'll mark him out at about the 11-yard line. Off the tip ball, Cooper Johnson able to catch it. Not lose stride and take off down the far sideline. 59 yards, first and goal, the 11. Absolutely love the play call. They didn't throw deep one time in the first half, and here they are. Mitchell going deep right away to Johnson. Johnson showing great composure. 
in catching that ball kind of off the tip and coming off the back of the defender. Great play for Central Cass. 59-yard connects there. Cooper Johnson, who has one touchdown catch, nearly had a second, and a one play, they hit the home run and caught it off the tip ball. First and 10, they can get a first down at the one. Handoff wears him up the middle at the 10, sheds a tackler and brought down between the hashes as he gets to the eight-yard line. So Owen Wearsma, seven carries, 103 yards. That puts him up over 1250 on the year. 21 rushing touchdowns now at 1250 in and counting. 1257 brings up second and seven from the eight-yard line. If you don't convert here, Verkota, you're well and with within his range for a field goal, but I'm sure they're thinking six, finish the drive. Second and seven from the eight-yard line. Lamar in motion. Flip to Lamar. Gets a block from Weersman. Play stretched out to the outside. Peyton at the five and gets down to about the four-yard line. So Lamar picks up fours. They use that play a lot, kind of that jet sweep look. Lamar missed all of last season with a knee injury. And you can see, if you're watching on TV and following along with us, he's got the brace on that right knee. Gets out to the four-yard line. Brings up third and three here. Opening drive here of the second half. 16-14 Aggies. Squirrels trying to take the lead back. We've had a pair of lead changes so far. It's third down and three. They can get a first down right around the one-yard line. Mitchell, Wiersma up the middle, turns forward, battles forward. He has a first down close to the goal line. If he doesn't have a touchdown, he has a first down. Dylan Sell putting his hands up, trying to signal six. And we'll be enough for a first down. And that Squirrels offensive line, it's through the praise of Tommy Butler all season, Kemper Pearson, and well, Tyler Crochet at guard before he was hurt, Micah Van Hall at center, Garrett Haug and Dylan Sell at tackles. Pick up of three is first out and goal, first and goal to go inside the one, 10-13 to play, direct snap, only pass out, it's caught by Lamar, and he will sprint in for the touchdown. Fake to the dive inside, quick pass out, caught, Peyton Lamar, one yard of the touchdown of the Squirrels. Sprint downfield and grab the lead. 20-16 Central Cass. Boy, they made that look easy from inside the five-yard line, didn't they? That was just a, a simple toss-out to the right side. Cooper Johnson with an easy block on the outside, and Lamar walks into the end zone. So the touchdown goes for a yard to make it a 20-16 lead. And Central Cass may go for two here. I don't uh, see the kicker out there. And, yeah, they are going to go for the two-point try, try and match up. Really match up points. You convert here. The lead is six. Chase Bachmeyer wide to the left side. Bifford, the fullback, comes in motion. Wiersma as a wingback rolling out as Mitchell looks to throw and then tries to tuck it under and cut in at the right hash, and he has stopped short. So a nice two-point stop there by the Aggies, and that will make it a four-point lead. So five-play drive for Central Cass as they go five plays and 70 yards to take the lead back. 10.07 to go, third quarter from Dakota Bowl 30. 11B Championship Central Cast 20. And Velva Drake, Adamus Garrison 16. Kickoff coming up in half a minute. Hey, everybody, this is Ward Cater from Vision Ford Lincoln, Wapton, North Dakota. Ask yourself a question. Is it time for a new career? Is it time to make a change and have fun again? If it is, I want you to remember two things when you're asking yourself that question. Would a free car be of interest? And would free health care be an interest? If it is, Vision Ford Lincoln Wapaton is there for you. That's right. Go to driveavisionjobs.com. Go to driveavisionjobs.com because I'm offering that to you. It's a limited opportunity. Act now. That's drivewithvisionjobs.com.
five plays for the Squirrels. Big play was the catch off the tip ball by Cooper Johnson for 59 yards, which set them up in the red zone, and they scored four plays later. A quick little pass out to Peyton Lamar for a touchdown. As for Peyton Lamar, who's been really a solid receiver all year, came in 40 catches, 443 yards. That's touchdown catch number seven. The two-point try fails, and it's 20-16 to 16 in favor of Central Cass. We're back here at the Fargo Dome. I'm Brad Anderson with Bob Roars. Chris Crick producing things at our studios. 9B championship around noon. Cavalier will take on New salem Almont. two teams that had to leave Tuesday to get here. And sadly... The New Salem Almont trailer, they usually come run out of a cattle trailer. That's kind of their, they come out and run out of the field. They did it a couple of years ago out of the uh, tunnel. Oh, you got to love that. Couldn't bring it with. Oh. <laughs> Talk on you, Mother Nature. Kick from the 40. Well, that was the big thing the last couple times they made it. They ran out of the uh, cattle trailer. As he kick bounces out of bounds, Eigelhart lets it go out of bounds along the far sideline. But they left Tuesday. Cavalier left Tuesday. The Aggies left Tuesday. I think the Central Cast team, I believe, left, uh, if I remember correctly, left. Um, I think they, think they stayed at a hotel last night as well, if I remember correctly. So, even though the short drive. Short drive, but they got that early start, 9 o'clock here. Yep, that's true, 9-10. talking to uh, some Castleton folks before the game, and I asked uh, John Gullison, who's photographer, does some work for the uh, Cass County Reporter, and, and uh, he said, how was the drive? He said, fine. He said, if you know what you're doing, if you've lived, this, lived it here for a long time, you're okay. Yeah, First exactly. and 10 of the 35-yard line. And off up the middle, Bodine sheds a tackler, trying to stretch it to the right, and well pursued by Central Cass, and out to the 37-yard line. Anthony Houle finally finished him off for the Squirrels. As Bodine on the carry picks up two as he tried the middle, nothing there, tried to bounce it off to the right, and really Central Cass is pursued. That was one thing they did very well. Beulah was going to try and run to the inside, but when they did try to break it to the outside, pursuit was really good last week out in Beulah against the Miners. Yep, and that's one thing. They have not allowed the Aggies to get outside at all. Central Cass giving credit. They're stringing plays out to the outside again. The defensive linemen are doing their job kind of stacking things up, letting those linebackers and D-backs come up to make stops. 19 carries, 56 yards by our counts on the ground, about three yards a pop at a second and eight from the 37-yard line. Play action, Shep rolls left, swings out left side, and is caught, making a catch, a nice move with a 40, 45, breaks a tackle on the sideline to the 40, 35, 30, one man to beat. It's finally knocked out by Cooper Johnson as Hank Bodine out of the backfield with a catch, gets all the way down deep into central cast territory and a little swing pass. Couple of missed tackles. He's free for 43, and they're in the red zone of the 20. First time we've really called Hank Bodine's name it all on offense, but that was a big play there. Absolutely shaking one, two tackles, then loose down the sideline. So that goes all the way to the for 43 on the connection. First catch for Hank Bodine to the 20-yard line, and credit the Aggies. They've been able to come up with big plays and answer quickly every time. Central Cass has responded. First and 10 to the 20-yard line. Zone read look. Give to Peyton Bodine of the 15, and he's dropped at the 14-yard line. Bodine picks up six to the 14-yard line. Seven carries, 21 yards. And when they've gotten deep into Central Cass territory, the Aggies have not missed on drives. Ryan Stafford into the stop for Central Cass, a pickup of six. It'll be second down and four from the 14-yard line. And once Velva's gotten inside the red zone, it's been pretty much all running plays from that point. 
Three receivers sat, and it's going to be second down and four from the 14-yard line. Eigelhart in motion, flip to Eigelhart, trying to come here to the near side. Flag is down as he is stacked up and down to the 11-yard line, finished off by Bifford, a penalty flag down as well. Might be a hold, perhaps. Eric Martin was into the game as a wide receiver, number 11. Now he checks out for Velvedre Cannabus Garrison. The penalty. Reggie Bruner called for the hold against the Aggies. And a look and see if it was maybe out of the outside. Yeah, I think it was right there. He was trying to get Eichelhart free and holding call against the Aggies. That's now eight penalties for 38 yards. Ten from the spot of the foul moves it back to the 24 as they are behind the chains. Something Larry Sandy, I'm sure, tried to address as best he could at halftime, too, with his team. Seven penalties in the first half alone. And not that they were costly, but they're still penalties. They start adding up. Direction. Yep. Yeah, they start adding up over time. So they're behind the chains. Second down in. 14 from the Squirrels 24-yard line, 20 to 16 in favor of Central Cass. Delayed snap here, Shep sidesteps to his right, being chased, forced to the sideline of the 30, tripped up from behind, and down back around the 27-yard line. Tripped up and down, nicely done by Brandon Preston. Was it Preston? No, 58. Garrett Haugen. Garrett Haugen able to chase him down from behind. Down to the 27-yard line. Ball popped out, but he was down, so it'll go down as a sack and a loss of three, and it's third and a little further for the Yankees. And that's a coverage sack, too, because they defended everybody downfield extremely well. There was nobody open. Shep had nowhere to go with that ball. So back to the 27-yard line. Dylan Sell checks out. Colton Crochet will come in. They'll add one more defensive back as it'll be a three-man front for Central Cast, so might be eight in pass coverage here. And third and long from the 27. Kraft in motion, back to throw from the 34 as Shep swings it out left side, and he's caught Kraft the catch, and he's dropped by Wearsman at the 18-yard line. Preston Kraft the catch, but he took a hit in the process. Came in motion, came out of the backfield for a pickup of nine, but they get a good chunk of it back, and now four-down territory here for the Aggies. Nearly 200 yards passing now for Shep. I have him unofficially at 198. Kraft's first catch. And the Yankees will go facing fourth and seven at the 17-yard line. Down by four here, nearly halfway through the third. 635 and counting. Fourth and seven from the 17-yard line. Crowd comes to life here at the Dome. Back to throw Shep. He'll fire right side into traffic. It is broken up or is it intercepted? It is intercepted by the Steelers. And Peyton Lamar, his seventh interception of the year, picks it off of the four-yard line. It's the first turnover of the game, and the Squirrels get a stop in the red zone and get it back with 6.22 left, leading by four. Well, just taking points off the board, so rising up. Great job by Central Cass. Great job by Lamar. Staying with them and pass a little bit underthrown, and Lamar had himself in perfect position for that interception. Yeah, he tried to, I think, thread the needle on something that, quite frankly, may not have been there. He tried to force something and make a play. Lamar comes up with his seventh interception of the year, and these Squirrels have it. On their own five-yard line with a 20-16 advantage. As Mitchell with Isaac Wisniewski to the right in the gun. Man comes in motion. And a hard count there coming in motion. Kale Pearson for Central Cass. Hard count. Now they give it to Wisniewski. Tries the left side. Breaks free at the 10. Trying to get outside. He does at the 15. Escapes the tackler at the 20. 25 and gets out to the 30-yard line. Finally forced out by Braden Bossert, but one missed tackle, a second missed tackle. Wisniewski got free to the 31 for 26, and the Squirrels have some breathing room. Absolutely. That was huge. You get out of their own end. They absolutely needed that on first down. That's a big carry by Isaac. So 20, 
six yards for Isaac Wisniewski. Three carries and 30 yards. These squirrels have tried it 15 times on the ground for a grand total unofficially of 154 yards. First and 10, Central cast in the 31. Lamar in motion. Give to Weersman. Tries the left side. Up the hash. Bounces off a tackle to 35. And finally finished off and down at the 37-yard line. Hank Bodine on the stop for the Aggies. But they're six on first down. And we'll see if Central cast does try to go ground and pound. Now with the lead. And with a little bit of breathing room here. As the clock continues to tick away. As we're inside of six minutes. Close to five and a half. Five and a half right now here in the third. 20 to 16. Central cast trying to finish off their great run in the postseason with a championship. Wiersma is bottled up right side. Sandy one more time. Or check that. Selzler. Selzler. Selzler did a nice job. He shared in a tackle for loss earlier and cut off Wiersma and forced him back inside. It'll be a loss of two as Wiersma now 10 carries, 110 yards. Now the Squirrels facing a key third down here. Play number four of this drive and leading by four. As on third down, we'll take a look at the numbers in the first half. Third downs, they were three of six in the first half. Backpedaling Mitchell, back to throw, in trouble, gets away. Now fires deep down the right side and is underthrown, and that ball's intercepted. Picked off at the 35-yard line. Intercepted, I believe, by Reggie Bruner, and it was Bruner with the interception. Mitchell may be holding that ball just a little too long. Maybe could have gotten rid of it earlier. Held up just a little bit. That allowed Bruner time to step in front. So each team with an interception on ensuing possessions here with 4.41 to play. So back to the Aggies. Velva Drake, Animus Garrison's turn at the 35-yard line. 20-16 Central Cass here in this Class 11B championship, first of four championship games today from the Fargo Dome. Preston Kraft wide to the right side, four up on the line for Central Cast. The safeties will play back in deep. Wiersma acting more like a safety now for Central Cast. Quick flip to Eigelhardt. Eigelhardt of the 35, twists his way forward and gets to the 39-yard line. We'll call that a forward pass as it kind of ends up looking like a shovel pass as they pick up a four there to the 39. You know, on that previous play, on that interception, it looked like Mitchell had enough room and enough space in front of him to easily run for that first down. And we saw him do that a couple of times against Kindred for first down runs on the second-half scoring drives and a couple times last week as well, although they really didn't have to throw the ball much. Second and six in the 39-yard line. In fact, threw it twice last week. Second and six in the 39. Fullback tiptoes in motion. Toss left side. Bodine cuts back inside. He's going to be bottled up. Do a tackle for a loss? He's going to try and get back to the line of scrimmage. Stafford slowed him down. Isaac Wisniewski finished him off. Maybe to the line of scrimmage. As they're going to get about a half yard. Just shy of the 40-yard line. But they bottled up Peyton Bodine. Now the Aggies facing third down here. Third and almost well, long five short six. Clock continues to tick away. Three and a half to go in the third. The Central Cast fans come up to their feet. Look for Shep to try and make some magic with his feet here on this big third down play. Four-man front, eye formation, third and a long five from just outside the 40. Play action, Shep back to throw, swings it out right side. Caught Bodine, the catch, shy of the first down. Wrestled and down to the 43-yard line by Kate Olsen-Tinglestead. 
He went play action. Bodine the catch, and Larry Sandy has a decision to make. The ball is just outside the 44-yard line of the swing pass for Peyton Bodine for three. And do the Aggies decide to go for it here, facing fourth at about a yard and a half? And Shep is the punter, but I think they are going to uh, think about going for it. Eric Martin coming in as an extra receiver here for the Aggies, dressed in their blue and gold, blue jerseys, white helmets. Gold pants, and the Yankees look like they'll go for it. Play clock is at 8. They break the huddle right now. They may have to burn a timeout. Down to 4 in the play clock. Under center, Shep on 4th down and short, and they will take. Now they're going to throw a flag. They were trying to see if they could draw them off sides. So delay is the call. To see if they could try and get them to jump off sides. That did not work. So that backs it up to the 39-yard line and and play a little game of possum there, and it didn't work. So Chappell punts. So Central Cass gets a three-and-out stop. Larry Sandy maybe just not as confident as he normally would be with his offensive line trying to move Central Cass off the line of scrimmage. Majo back in punt formation to the 31. Here comes the Chef punt. Angled here to the near side. Majo's going to let it go. The ball will sail out of bounds close to the 30-yard line. I see they move it up from the 30 to the 32-yard line. So the 39 to the 32, the punt goes 29 yards. And I believe we have a timeout I believe on the field, and we do. Media timeout, 2.23 to go here in the third quarter. And the 30th annual Dakota Bowl. Game one of the 11B championship. Central Cast with the lead. Squirrels 20, Velvet Drake, Animus Garrison 16. We're back after this from 7.40 the fan. We're back here at the Fargo Dome with Bob Roars. I'm Brad Anderson. 9B championship set to follow. We're almost to 11 o'clock. As you always kind of figure, get about 9, noon, 3, and then get a little bit of a break. And they set that 11AA championship at around 6.40. And still to come, the 9B championship, Cavalier, New Salem, of Omont, then Jamestown, the Blue Jays. Come in with two losses, Fargo North, two road wins in the postseason at Valley City and at South. Back of the dome for the first time in over 20 years. And then the 11 AA championship tonight. Shanley and Century, first and 10, 32-yard line. Central Cass with the lead. Handoff up the middle. Owen Wiersma bounces off contact. Falls forward. Got hit at the 35. Falls forward for a couple of extra yards. Five on the run to the 37-yard line. 11 carries, 115 yards for Owen Wiersma. And he got 88 on the two long runs on a first half. Scoring drive for the Central Cast Squirrels, but five on first down. So two minutes to go in the third, and trying to reestablish that ground attack here with a 20 to 16 advantage. Very impressed with Wiersma's effort after contact. How many yards he's gained after taking that first hit? Second down, Wiersma shakes and shimmies across the 40, and Eigelhart, one of the Aggies, into the tackles. He'll fall forward just shy of a first down to the 41 yard line, so they get four more. and you can just maybe get a couple of first downs here, make that clock your friend with a 20-16 central cast advantage. The market just passed the 40, so it's actually closer to about two here on third down. Play from the sidelines. Players have wristbands. Check that. Check the wristbands as both Bifford and Chapesky in. They'll line up left side of the formation. Strong side left. Mitchell sends Lamar in motion on third and short. Quarterback power Mitchell follows forward. Gets a block from Bifford. Lowers his head 45 and gets out of the 47-yard line. If like that play call on third down today, just give it to Mitchell, take it straight up the field, make a play. Well, he's 5'11", 205 pounds, so he's a load to bring down. Seven there in an accent kitchen and bath first down for Central Cass. That is their third 
of the third quarter to the 47-yard line. Stick around. We'll have our CI Sport of the game and our top play of the game presented by Vision Ford Lincoln and Wapitan in our postgame report. Final minute to go here in the third. 55 and counting. First and 10 squirrels from their own 47-yard line. On the handoff, it goes to Isaac Wisniewski as he tries to escape and escape one tackler, but gets into the middle of the pile. Pick up of a yard to the 48-yard line. Kyle Sandy coming up off the bottom of that pile again for Velva. He's had a nice day. So a pickup of a yard is the about a five-second difference between the game clock and the play clock here at the end of the third. 20-16 to 16 Central Cass on top here from the Fargo Dome. So our coverage brought to you and presented by Vision, or excuse me, by a Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade along with a number of great sponsors as well. Second and nine from the 48-yard line. Bifford tied into the right side. Mitchell back to throw. He'll scramble. He'll take off. There's room with the 50 trying to get outside and does and brought down into Aggies territory at the 45-yard line, finished off by Eigelhart. But there, Mitchell escaping the pocket that time. Gets seven as the third quarter comes to a close. So Central Cass on the move in a big play to start the second half, finished off by a touchdown pass to Peyton Lamar, and Central Cass has the lead with 12 minutes to go here in this 11B championship through three at the Fargo Dome. Each team with an interception. Bruner for the Aggies. Peyton Lamar for Central Cass. No penalties against the Squirrels in the third quarter. The Aggies were whistled a couple of penalties for 15 yards. Third and about two here for Central Cass. The Aggies 45-yard line. Quarterback power Mitchell up the middle as he'll turn his way forward. Moves the pile. Gets free. Ball is out. It's fumbled. It is loose. The Aggies say they have it, and they do with the 35-yard line. He had a first down, and then the ball popped out. And Velva Drake Adamus Garrison recovers at the 35-yard line. Mitchell has been a little fumble prone at times, and somebody popped it out as he was trying for second effort, trying to get another first down, and the ball came out. And Central Cass, second consecutive drive that ends on a turnover as the ball came out. And a scramble forward at the 35-yard line. May have been Sandy forcing that fumble, and Ben Shep jumped on it. So Shep with the recovery, 11.53 to go. It'll be first and 10. Aggies from their own 35-yard line, trailing by four. Eigelhart in motion. Shep will keep it up the middle as he will turn his way. Out of a zone read look, picks up five for the 40-yard line. So two central cast turnovers. Last year won the or last week won the turnover battle at uh, Beulah. A couple of turnovers. Where has been a fumble recovery? Cadles and Tinglestead had one as well. Five for Shep on first down as they're quickly up to the line. 11:25 to play here in this one. Squirrels lead at 20 to 16. Four man front. Hand off up the middle is on the carry. Is it Bruner? No. Check that. It'll be 21. Braden Boster on the carry picks up three. To the 43-yard line, brings up third and two, and there is a penalty flag down, so you wonder if it might be maybe face mask once again. Yeah, it came in really late on the play, so it could be tacking on another another five, possibly 15. So will be out to the 43-yard line. There's a late hold going against Velvet. We'll Don't find know. Out. Let's see. There you go. Fifteen yards the end of the so horse caller call third time Central Cass has been called for a personal foul. A couple of face masks earlier is it's their first penalty of the second half. Now 46 yards and penalties, and that is enough for a first down. 
Now, I'm not sure if that really qualifies as a horse collar tackle. He maybe had him on the back, but in order for that to be called, you really need to pull that player straight down to the ground. Kind of rolled over him. I'm not sure that's a correct call. I think you got a few hundred people wearing red that are in agreement with you on that. You might have heard the reaction from the Central Cass contingent to the 42-yard line. The Aggies now into Central Cass territory, trailing 20-16. to As they work on the right hash on first and 10. Eigelhardt in motion. Zone read, look, handoff, Shep follows the right hash mark and turns his way for four close to five to the 37-yard line. So a pickup of four there. Shep now 15 carries by our numbers, 46 yards, but that 15 yards and penalties certainly opens things up for the Aggies once more. Shep took a hit on that last play, came up, kind of shaking that right arm, took a little bit of a stinger maybe on that left shoulder or right shoulder. That's the throwing shoulder. Yep, that's true. So receiver comes back in here for... Melva Drake, Animus Garrison. And that'll bring up second and six. Is checking back in is Eric Martin, second and six from the 38-yard line. Bodine slot left side. Shep looks out low. It is caught by Eichelhart, and he's getting tackled and finally finished off. Push back. We'll see what forward progress where they uh, will give him as he got shoved back on the other side of the 40. Bifford there, Isaac Wisniewski there as well. Forward progress as it was caught by Trace and Eichelhart. See where he's going to see where forward progress will be about a yard of the 37 yard line. So, Shep, 14 of 19 by my numbers, 206 yards unofficially as Eigelhart the catch, and that'll bring up third down here. And you would imagine four down territory, and it's getting late. 9.35 to play, just one score, and it came on the opening drive of the second half on a one yard touchdown pass. Mitchell to Peyton Lamar in Central Cass. The game has three lead changes, 20 to 16 squirrels. Wing back on the left side, Eigelhardt in motion. Hand off to Eigelhardt, jet sweep, 35, bounces off a tackler, nearly lost the ball, spinning away from another defender, and he'll have it up for a first down as he gets across the 30 to the 29-yard line. Oh, that was averting disaster there. That ball popped right off his chest. Luckily, he was able to corral that and bring it back to himself. Yeah, it's nearly never really lost full possession of it, but let's look at it again. Yeah, it, it, well, I guess he did kind of pop out for a minute. Yeah, Marcus Bifford came in on that play for Central Cast, got his helmet right on the football. That's what jarred it loose. Eichelhart, good awareness, though, to bring that one back in and move ahead for a first down. Hank Bodine checks out for Velva Drake, Animus Garrison. Eichelhart wide left. Eric Martin slot to the left side. I formation, Bodine, the fullback. Peyton Bodine now comes in motion, first and 10 for the 29. As rolling out, they swing it out for Bodine. It's dropped it incomplete. Kate Olsen-Tinglestad on coverage as they went. Play action that time by Shep, and it's incomplete there on second down. So there's Bodine. They've used him at tight end. They split him out as a slot receiver sometimes, that time used in the fullback hole. Shep giving Bodine a little pat on the helmet after that one. He said he knew it wasn't a good ball. Basically dropped it right in his lap. Not really open. Nice uh, job by Olsen-Tinglestad on the coverage. Each team, all three timeouts left. Preston Kraft wide to the right side, a full receiver set. Back to the right of Shep and the gun. Shotgun snap back to throw Shep from the 35. Has time, fires over the middle. Eichelhardt open and dropped it inside the 10-yard line. And it would have been six. Yes, it was, because the middle was open that time inside the 10. And Boyd nearly, uh, nearly was able to secure that in. And that'll bring up third and 10. Completely blown coverage there by Central Cast. Somebody lost track of... Uh of Eichelhart. See, Olsen Tinklestead back there. Weirsma back there as well, trying to figure who was supposed to pick him up. He was wide open. 
third. Maybe too wide open yeah. when you drop them like that, <laughs> yes, right? third and ten from the 29. So another near miss by the Aggies here this morning. Three receivers set. Eigelhart wide to the right side. Eric Martin to the left. Shotgun snap. Shep back to throw up the 37. He'll look. He'll fire underneath. It is caught. Eigelhart the catch at the 20. Trying to escape a tackler. He did. And a first down to the 17-yard line. That's a good way to make up for it. Good concentration there as the defenders were closing on him. Eichelhardt, big catch, big first down. And I like the fact they went right back to him. Made the catch right around the first down sticks. He was right at the first down sticks as he was able to escape a would-be tackle by Cooper Johnson and gets out of the 17-yard line. So another accent kitchen and bath first down. I have four here in the second half for Velva, officially 15 on the game, and they are back into the red zone. Down to 8-12 and counting fourth quarter. Central cast 20. Velva Drake, Anamoose Garrison 16. Kraft and Martin to the left side. Direct snap. It goes to the quarterback, Shep, and he got a good push from his offensive line there and gets five to the 12-yard line. Really good push there as he got those five yards before anybody laid a finger on him. 51 yards for Shep. So he's thrown for a little over 200. I am at 218, 51 on the ground. I'll bring up second and five. Nice job by Shep just keeping his feet going on that too because that could have been a two-yard gain. Kept the feet moving, ends up getting five. Those are big on first down. Nearly four and a half minutes elapsed on this drive. Direct snap goes to Shep again, tries the right side. First down, he's inside the 10 and close to a first down. Looks like he's going to have it. He gets to the seven-yard line. We'll get it to about the six. So a pickup of six, and that will be another first down presented by Accent Kitchen and Bath. Accent Kitchen and Bath, your custom bathroom and kitchen destination. Get started today. First and goal now. Goal to goal at the six-yard line. First and goal at the six. Two receivers to the left. Slot to the left side. Goes Martin, craft wide left, direct snap, Shep again, tries the left side, met by Wisniewski, but able to twist and fall forward down to about the three. So got hit at the five, but able to keep good balance there and fall forward for about three, close to four. So second and goal from around the three. And the Aggies have preferred keeping that ball on the ground once they get to about that 15-yard line. You're not seeing the ball go in the air anymore. They had a five-minute drive to score in the opening quarter. That was their first scoring drive. This one, a little over five minutes old as well. Second and goal for the Aggies from the central cast two-yard line. Offset eye, quarterback sneak. Shep again moves the pile. He did not make it, but he's going to be inches shy of Pater. Mark it at the one, so pickup of a yard there. And, boy, Shep has called his number, what, three or four times now, Bob, and that will bring up third and goal to go from the one. But, but meantime, clock continues to move, 6.15 and counting. 20-16 to 16 Central Cavs. Ball control at that point. Just make, keep the clock running again and, and avoid a turnover at that point, too. One person's touching the football at that point. We've not had a score off a turnover, and the Aggies trying to change that. Third and goal at the one. Quarterback sneaks Shep, and he is no signal yet. Close to the goal line, he is in. Touchdown, Aggies. Shep has his second short yardage touchdown of the game. In from one yard, and what a march. Off the fumble. The Aggies go 65 yards in nearly six minutes. 5.56 to be exact. 65 yards on that drive. And it's 22-20. to 20. And Shep is the one that also recovered the fumble that started this whole thing. Key two-point opportunity here if you get it. it. Takes the field goal out of play. Central cast with Verkota certainly is an option. 
Two-point try coming. Swing and gain. Quit pass is caught by Bodine, and Bodine is bottled up, so the lead will remain two for the Aggies. Great job by Centricast. They were ready for it. Somebody studied some tape this week. 5.57 to go here in the fourth quarter, but off the fumble, Velva Drake, Anamus Garris in 65 yards. Shep caps it off with a one-yard touchdown run. The Aggies 22, Central Cast 20. Coverage from Dakota Bowl 30 continues on the fan after this. Called his own number a handful of times in one yard for the score. Conversion failed, so 22-20, so that's something to keep in mind. If it comes down maybe to a field goal opportunity for Coda, it certainly has that capability, but still plenty of time left. And, and there's a lot of times with a lot of time left and a lot of plays left between here and the uh, and the final gun. Got the fans all standing on the uh, Velvet Drake Animus Garrison side of the field. A lot of blue and gold over there. They're on their feet. Shot from the 40. A dribbler. It's loose, fallen on by the central cast at the 38-yard line. Leave Chase Bachmeyer, who knocked it down, able to recover and fall on it. So at the 39-yard line, so central cast, you got to shake off that last turnover, and the turnover is on two straight possessions. And back to work here. So punch, counter punch. I believe four lead changes now, two each side. And we'll see if central cast has one more drive in him. Well, maybe Not Tommy Butler's two. comments to his kids basically after that turnover. They give up the touchdown. Hey, we know we can move the football. Stay confident. We're okay in this. First and 10-39. Give to Wiersma. Finds a lane. 45. Shakes a tackler. Close to a first down as he gets to the 48-yard line. So a pickup of nine. So Owen Wiersma on the carry. He'll pick up nine. 13 carries, 128 yards. It'll bring up second and about a yard. And they're showing they can move the football going right up the middle of the field. Wiersma, Wisniewski, they've been very effective. And even Mitchell, when he's carried on some uh, designed runs. Second and a yard from the 48-yard line. And off up the middle. Stutter step. Now trying to get to the outside. Wiersma has a first down to the 50. Sandy, one of the Aggies, into the tackle is Wiersma for four. It's another accent catching at bat first down as it will go into Velvet territory at the 48. So, a couple of runs by Wiersman. Central cast back in rhythm. First down, Squirrels. As they're at the 48 of Velvet Drake and Amos Garrison. Baden Bodine made the tackle, but now coming back off the field, he was, after that last touch, and after that two-point conversion, rather, he left the field fighting some leg cramps. And now he's fighting it again now, so he's got to come out of that, in, that uh, inside defensive line for Velva. So first and 10 of the 48-yard line, 5.17 to play. Aggies lead 22-20. It's been a dandy to start the Dakota Bowl. Handoff off the middle, Wearsman. He's bottled up. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Kyle Sandy, one of the Aggies into the tackle. Pickup of a yard, Owen Wearsma, 15 carries, 133 yards unofficially as he is inching closer to 1,300 yards. He missed about a game and a half. He... Turned his ankle against Kindred in the regular season game and played about a half. Didn't play the following week against Ellendale Edgley Cole, but Squirrels got an off week to end the regular season, which I think really helped, and you can't really ignore that when you look at the playoff run they've made. Got him healthy. Play fake, pass near side. Cooper Johnson, the catch of the 40, cuts back inside of the numbers and has a first down to the 35-yard line. 12 on the catch. Central Cass one on a face or the fans and the bench wanted a face mask call they'll just settle for 12 yards on the reception little safe route there cooper johnson took it from there first down squirrels to the aggie 35 Braden boster at the catch for uh velvet drake meanwhile gabe lackaduck has come in 
So Lackaduck defensive in. line position. Yep. On the front line for the Aggies. Squirrels in the road, white jerseys, black pants. Black numerals outlined in red. First and 10 of the 35. Give to Wisniewski up the middle. Bounces off tacklers. Isaac to the 31-yard line for a pickup of four. Isaac Wisniewski was one touchdown at a five-yard run of the first half. An excellent. He comes from a family. It's a terrific track family. He's his brother, Frosty Wisniewski, his daughter, or his sister, Elise, really good, uh, really excellent track athletes for the Squirrels program. Tommy Butler involved with the track and field program as well at Central Cass. Pickup of close to five, second and a long five from the 35-yard line. Aggies lead by two, 3.40 to go in the game. Bears him up the middle. First down, gets free at the 25, down to the 24-yard line. Seven for Owen Wearsma. It's another accent kitchen in Bath. First down. Squirrels knocking to the door of the red zone. North Aggie 24-yard line. Peyton Bodine checking back in. Lackadick goes to the sideline. Nice job filling in. Clock continues to run. Each team, all three timeouts remaining. 3.25 to play. Aggies 22, Squirrels 20. It has been a Donnybrook here in this 11B championship. Lamar comes in motion. Hand off up the middle. Wearsma again to the 20. Sidesteps the defender. And, ooh, he was close to breaking it. Nine to the 15-yard line. Boy, a little jump cut there, and he was an ankle away from taking it to the house. And Wearsma coming up a little lame right now. Ben Shep, game, that was a touchdown saving tackle right there. Great job coming up from his defensive back position, but Wearsma also close. Yeah, he cannot get to the sideline. You wonder if he might be cramping up. So a timeout with the injury. Timeout presented by West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Centers. It's the little things that make the difference with locations in West Fargo and Castleton. Second in the yard as they will try and stretch Wiersma out. 3.02 to go here in the fourth quarter in this 11B championship. Your score reads, Velva Drake, Andalus, Garrison 22, Central Cast 20. We're back after this on the van. Wiersma assisted to the sideline. The second in the yard from the 15-yard line, but that's where Isaac Wisniewski is. He spells him so well. 149 yards as Central Cass is up over 200 yards, actually over 220 on the ground of this one. 3.02 remaining. Velva Drake, Anibus, Garrison 22, Central Cass 20. And the ball at the 15-yard line. Second down and about a yard from the Aggies' 15-yard line. They were in a, uh, they were in a TV timeout. I see Central Cass is ready to go, and Tommy Butler says, hey, what's the holdup? And... I've, I've done that role before. Not, I say, I've done it for Midco a couple of times. It is a fun job, but is the TV timeout guy. you got to get off the field in time, though. Second down and short. Handoff, Wisniewski. Jump cut. First down. Moving the pile inside the 10. And finally down to about the 8-yard line. Wisniewski for 7 more. The Squirrels left first and goal at the 8-yard line. And dragging about, oh, I don't know, 5-6 blue jerseys with him. Great job by Isaac. Boy, Central Cass, this has a feel of a championship-type drive. They've taken a little over three minutes off the clock. First down, Squirrels to the 8-yard line. Down to 2.42 and counting. Still three timeouts left for both teams. And Velva Drake, Animos Garrison leading by a score of 22-20. Central Cass trying to take the lead back once again. First and goal at the 8-yard line. Boys, it's been fun this morning. We got three more left. First and goal from the 10. Wisniewski to the right of Mitchell in the gun. Play clock is down to three. Takes a snap. Wisniewski up the middle. Breaks a tackle at the five. Battles forward and gets to about the four-yard line. One-on-one with Hank Bodine. And Bodine finally wrestling him down. An extra yard for Wisniewski. To the four. Second and goal at the four. Wisniewski out. And welcome back Owen Wearsman to the lineup for the Squirrels. Meantime, 
Tick, tick, tick. Two minutes left, and again, you're in field goal range if you if you stall here. But you got you've got to think first and foremost touchdown. And the clock continues to run. Well, Larry Sandy maybe needs to be thinking about timeouts too, about conserving some time on the clock. Play clock at nine. Second and goal from the four, and the squirrels taking every second off that play clock they can. Mitchell takes a snap. Wiersma up the middle. He got tripped up. Falls forward to the three-yard line. Nice job there. Was it Sandy or actually Selzler that got him in the backfield and able to slow him down, pick up of a yard, and it's now third and goal from the three. And I believe we have a timeout. Yep, the Aggies will take a timeout. You were you were reading his mind, Bob, as Larry Sandy will take a timeout. Third and goal from the three, 125 to go here in. Regulation time. Melva Drake, Animus Garrison leading Central Cast 22 to 20. We'll be back in half a minute. 85 seconds remaining for a state championship. Our first one to be crowned of the day from Dakota Bowl 30. Melva Drake, Animus Garrison leading Central Cast 22 to 20. Squirrels have third and goal from the three yard line. Owen Wearsman back into the left of Mitchell in the gun. Flick flip to Lamar. Lamar left side breaks a tackle, falls forward. No signal yet. He is down at the one. Lamar picks up a yard to about the one-yard line. The clock continues to run. It's going to be fourth down and goal from the one, and Tommy Butler has maybe the biggest coaching decision in his life to make. The official, we'll see if they take a look at it. They showed the replay. He crossed the, the ball across the plane, but... Or was he down first? He was down first. Everybody's going to look at the ball across the plane of the goal line, but... Knee was down at the one. I think the correct call it had to be because the ball's just outside the one-yard line. So Lamar picks up two. 1.15 remaining. It is fourth and goal from the one. Do you think Verkota in a field goal here to try and take the lead, or are you saying, you know what, we can get a yard? Well, you said he's been pretty automatic for them all season long. He tried a field goal last week in, in, um, in Beulah, missed one from about 30. He's been pretty decent on uh, extra points this year. That's an option, but I'm thinking if you don't make it, you still have all three timeouts left. Verkota is one of two on field goals. He missed one last week at Beulah. The field goal made this year from 28 yards. This one would be about 18. So the Aggies took their timeout. That is their second. We'll see. I don't know if they're maybe going to review Yep, they're going to review oh, it. Oh, okay. So hold the phone. So they've got the video replay. We're going to take a look and see here as well as stretching and boy, that's boy, close. I, I think he might have. Well, I, the ball's across the plane of the goal line, but did the knee go down first? Is there enough conclusive evidence to overturn the call? So here we go. Video replay. Rears its head here, and we saw this last year. I remember in the 11B game with Hillsboro and look. Kindred. There was a um, it was kind of a battle for simultaneous possession, and they took a look at it. The squirrels ready to signal touchdown, and we'll see what we have. After video review, the ball on the field stands. It's fourth down. Good job, good job by the officiating crew here, taking that second look. Play stands, and it's fourth and goal from the one yard line. A minute 15 left. Central Cast trails. 22 to 20. Drive started back at their own 39-yard line. Has taken 4:42 off the clock, and Tommy Butler will take a timeout. 
So the Squirrels will take their first charge timeout. Fourth and goal from the one. We'll come back for the play of the game. Squirrels down two. Aggies lead 22-20 back in half a minute. The true value of a banking relationship isn't measured in dollars and cents. It's measured in trust. Earned by helping you anticipate, adjust, grow, and thrive through changes. At Bremer Bank, we know it's not always possible to know what the future holds, but we'll be ready to help you make the most of it, no matter what. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever, and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. Well, we were talking about what do you go to Wiersma? Do you maybe go quarterback power or keeper to Mitchell? Do you try to go to the outside like you did earlier in the half with a touchdown to Lamar? You got a lot of um, you got a lot of tools in the tool shed. They've had more the success going up the middle versus yep. trying to go to the outside. Belva's done a nice job stringing things out. One fifteen to play. And basically, here comes your championship game, perhaps on the line. Velva Drake, Anamus Garrison, a 22-20 lead on Central Cass. It is fourth and goal for the Squirrels at the one-yard line. They'll work from the left hash. They'll have both Chapesky and Bifford in as basically wingbacks or tight ends. Left side of the formation. Cooper Johnson wide right. Slot right goes Lamar. And they will go tight formation to the left side. Wearsma to the left of Mitchell in the gun. Seven of the box for Velva. Quarterback Powered goes to Mitchell. He's hit in the backfield and wrapped up and down at the three-yard line by Selzler. And a penalty flag is down as well. That came after the play was over. Maybe excessive celebration, but he's thrown down for a loss at the three-yard line, but hold everything. It's got to be on the, on the celebration after the play. So a loss of two. Boy, Selzler came in almost unblocked and threw him down for a loss of the three-yard line. Check on the penalty here. Nope, they wave, they'll wave off the penalty. Run sportsmanlike conduct. The ball back at the, you're going to mark it. They're actually marking it back at the one. Looks like he got thrown back at the three. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, there we go. We got that corrected now. Well, they moved okay, it there out we to go. the two, but I'm thinking it should be even closer to the three-yard line. Yeah. So a loss of a yard. Aggies still probably need to get a first down here. Central Cass has two timeouts left. A safety? You never know. I imagine they'll try and go quarterback keeper and try and go forward here and instead of trying to even try to take a snap from your end zone. The Aggies will take their third and final timeout. 1-11 to play, so a fourth and goal stop there. Central cast trailing by two. Velva Drake Animus with a 22-20 lead. We're back after this. At Carpet World, we take pride in presenting Congolium flooring products that can change your world for the better. Congolium's Triversa Prime high-performance waterproof flooring brings the natural beauty of hardwood, stone, or tile to any room, even high-moisture areas like basements and baths. Triversa is a pet-friendly, sound-dampening, stylistic winner for any home. Learn more about Congolium today at Carpet World. Available at Carpet World in Bismarck and in Fargo. Back here at the Fargo Dome, big thanks to our sponsors. It includes Carpet World. Post-game report coming up, brought to you by Tight Machinery. And also brought to you by Essentia Health. Essentia Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, proud to support athletes at every level of play. 
And our top play of the game coming up, presented by Vision Ford Lincoln, the one you just heard moments ago, might be the leader in the clubhouse. First and ten, Aggies have it on their own two-yard line. With a minute 11 to go, Central Cass can stop the clock twice. Ball at the two-yard line. Shep, quarterback sneak, turns forward and gets to about the three-yard line. Timeout, Central Cass. So they can stop the clock one more time. So if you get a stop there, take a timeout, you might be able to get the ball back 15, 20 seconds left, but you might be forcing a punt if you can get a stop. Right. First and foremost, you got to get the stop. We'll keep it here with the timeout. Timeout presented by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Centers with locations in West Fargo and their improved location. They upgraded their uh, Castleton location earlier in the year. It's the little things that make the difference. A minute eight to play. Big thanks to our other Dakota Bowl sponsors. They include JP2 Schools, Northern Integrity, Central Cass Public Schools, and Black, uh, Blackbird Woodfire Pizza, and The Lock Shop. And the 740, the fan vehicle, which gets us to and fro through the sports season. Brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash, Satellite Solutions, Muscatel Ford, Linex, Olsen Pools and Spas, and CI Sport. Minute eight to go, second down and nine from the three-yard line. Velva Drake, Animus Garrison leading 22-20 to over Central Cass here in the 11B title game. Shep under center once again. Long count, quarterback sneak, falls forward for about uh, maybe a yard of the three-yard line. They got real tight in the formation and just able to fall forward. Short pickup and another timeout. Third and final timeout called by Central Cass. So each team has used their three timeouts. We'll take a break with a minute six to go here. It'll be third and about nine coming for the Aggies when we return. They lead by two over Central Cass at 22-20. to We'll be back after this on the fan. A minute to go. They can take the clock down to about 20 to 21 seconds. Shep picks up close to four. They'll give them the seven-yard line, so a little bit of breathing room to punt here on fourth down for the Aggies. Yeah, that was big just to get that those couple extra yards. So you're punting in your end zone, but you're not standing on the end line trying to get this one away. So I'm guessing Central Cass is going to send everybody, try and get the block here. Majo back inside the 40. Shep is about halfway into his end zone. You certainly for the Aggies. You're hoping for a clean snap. Down to three on the play clock. Snap to Shep. A clean snap. Gets the kick away. Pretty good kick. It will bounce to the 35. Oh, it takes That's a nice huge. bounce. Pass midfield. And will be down to the 48-yard line. 13 seconds left. As Majo... Let that one go, and it took a bounce. 45 yards on the punt, 13 seconds left, and again, Central Cass is out of timeouts. So no timeouts left. Squirrels have to go 53 yards to try and score. As they'll have it on their own 47-yard line. You get a first down, you can stop the clock, but you've got time two, maybe three play stops. So have you practiced the old hook and ladder? If this uh, if not, the squirrels did get a chance to practice here at the dome earlier in the week. So first and ten of the 47-yard line. Shotgun snap. Mitchell from the 40 steps up, fires left side. Where's when the catch? Trying to get out of bounds. He does. Nice play. Across the 40 out of bounds to the 38. They took five seconds off the clock. 15 on the catch there. 
And that will be a first down to the 38-yard line. Good play call. Nice job on the connection to Wiersma. So they get 15 there, 8 seconds to go. So if they'll... First and 10 of the 38-yard line. Four receivers set. Well, the safeties are playing about good 15 to 20 yards off the ball. Empty set. Mitchell from the 45. Back to throw. Scrambles in trouble. Gets away. And he's sacked. Back of the 39-yard line. That will end the game. And Velvet Drake Animus Garrison will finish an unbeaten season with the title. 22-20 the final. Pocket closing in on Mitchell. Couldn't pull the trigger on the throw, and he's sacked. And the Aggies, for the first time in 12 years, are the champions. What a ball game. What a finish. Came down to one yard to try and get a state title. Velva coming up. Selzer with a big stop to end the game. And a sack to finish it off there. Heck of a ball game as Velva Drake Animus Garrison will finish 13-0 the perfect season. First title in 12 years. And for Central Cass, the Cinderella run, which saw them see a lot of North Dakota in that playoff run, falls two points short and honestly about one yard short. Oh, man, such a, a, a great finish, a, a tough way to finish if you're Central Cass. A great job. For Velva Drake Animus Garrison stepping up when they had to on defense. Huge plays. Bunch of great stops inside the five-yard line today to uh, secure this win and a state championship for the Aggies. So the Aggies take home the title as Velva Drake Animus Garrison had been in the top five of the media rankings pretty much all season long, and they hang on for the victory here at a terrific championship game. Post game coming up next, pre- uh, presented to you by Tight Machinery and by Essentia Hell. 22-20. The Aggies defeat the Squirrels here in this 11B title game. Post game coming up after this. Jeff back to throw from the 14. He'll fire right side. It is deep and it's caught. Now the near sidelines. It's Bruner down the sidelines midfield. He might go at the 40. 35-30 at the 20. 15, 10, 5. And it's a touchdown for the Aggies. 78 yards to Reggie Bruner. Squirrel defender Gamble tried to go for the pick and missed. Once Bruner secured the catch, there was nobody left. 78 yards, and we're tied at 14. That was one of many big plays on both sides. 22-20, Velva Drake Animus. Selzler with the stop of Mitchell and fourth and goal from the one. As we're having the awards right now, senior athlete of the year. And we'll get that right now. Trey Heinrich of Kindred, well-deserved in the uh, Senior Athlete of the Year. Heinrich, part of the state championship team with the Vikings in uh, the attempt to repeat, fell short at the hands of our tribal central cast. So Heinrich, Trey Heinrich is the Senior Athlete of the Year. Uh, the Coach of the Year coming up here as well, but the Aggies with a 22-20 to win. That goal line stop on fourth and uh, goal. Selzer with that stop. Central Cass get one final gasp and a chance to try and either score, get in field goal range. Coach of the year is next. Eventually. Larry Sandy of Velvet Drake Animus Garrison. So the veteran head coach has a state championship and a coach of the year trophy to take home with him. Well deserved there as the Aggies 
Go 12-0 and win that uh, state championship as they um, finish their uh, mark here with a mark of 13-0 and with playoff wins over Bowman County, 38-13. Dickinson Trinity, 36-13. Beat very good HCV team, Hillsborough Central Valley at home, 20-12, and never had to leave Velva until they made the trip down here to win the championship. Squirrels will get their runner-up trophy here. So let's get to some of the final numbers here uh, in this one as heck of a run for Central Cast. Tommy Butler's team in their first championship appearance since 1980 fall at 9-3. and three. As we get to the final team stats here in this one, each team was 17 first downs. The Squirrels had 10 in the um, second half, 6 for Velva Drake Anibus Garrison. 17 first downs apiece. Two central cast turnovers as a, an interception earlier by the uh, by the Aggies as a pick in the third quarter by Reggie Bruner. And then that fumble recovery, Sandy forcing a fumble as they knocked the ball free from Mitchell in the opening play of the fourth quarter. That was recovered by the Aggies, and they eventually drove down and scored. One interception, one turnover by Velva was a Peyton Lamar interception, his seventh of the, uh, of the season. Scoring drives, it was 16-14. Velva Drake Animals led at halftime. Central Cast took the opening drive, went 70 yards in five plays. Big play was a 59-yard pass to Cooper Johnson down to the 11. And it was a little pass out in the flat, a one-yard touchdown to Peyton Lamar. Two-point try was no good. That made it 20-16. to And then after that fumble in the opening play of the fourth quarter, the Aggies went 65 yards in nearly six minutes, five minutes, 56 seconds. It was Ben Shep, a one-yard touchdown run. The two-point try was no good. 22-20. Squirrels got it back on their own 39. Drove down at fourth and goal from the one-yard line. Chose to go for it. Mitchell was stopped on fourth and goal from the one. Squirrels able to get it back after using up their timeouts, but got one pass completion. But with eight seconds to go on the 38-yard line, the attempt to pass, Mitchell was sacked to end the game. And the horn sounded 22-20, the final score here on uh, this one. We'll come back, take a break, as we'll have our top play of the game and our CI sport of the game still to come as well as the Aggies are champs. They finish 13-0 with a 22-20 win over Central Cast. We're back with more after this with the final minutes of this one. Seven of the box for Velva. Quarterback Powered goes to Mitchell. He's hit in the backfield and wrapped up and down at the three-yard line by Selzler. There it was, Selzler with that uh, top play of the game presented by Vision Ford Lincoln. 210 bypass in Wapen and proud to sponsor North Dakota and Minnesota High School football and all athletics. CI Sport of the game brought to you by CI Sport, your number one source for corporate collegiate and high school apparel. Go to CISport.com and that sophomore quarterback Ben Shep combined running and passing for over 300 yards. Three uh, through for 228, ran for 80, combined for three touchdowns, one passing and two on the ground. He is our CI Sport of the Game, presented by CI Sport, your number one source for corporate, collegiate, and high school apparel. Go to CISport.com. So one down, three to go is Velva Drake, Anibus Garrison, defeating Central Cass in a gem of a game. 22-20, the final in favor of the Aggies. Stay tuned. We'll take, uh, take one more break, and Bob Roars will get you ready here for our second game, the 9B Championship. Cavalier is taking on New Salem Olmont. And I'll be coming up here in a few minutes on the fan.